Hey, look at that. We're live. Live, you say? Allegedly. I should. I guess I should preface that. Allegedly. <laughs> it wouldn't be the Allegedly. first time we went live. Not really. And or or thought we went were live and weren't yeah. hey, nice weren't class. actually live. Nice you like happened. that? I like, do. I, it was recommended. Yours seems much bigger, though. Well. Or unless you have little itty bitty baby hands, is that you have little itty bitty baby hands? Is that what that is? No, I think they, I think there's two sizes, and we got different sizes. They're good glasses, though. Yours have the uh, yeah. Yours is shoot. Now I'm now I'm upset. I got the baby glass. Does yours have the uh, and it's a different shape too? But does yours have the uh, the grating in the bottom of it for like yeah. pressing in the oranges and stuff? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, good I'm to see you, I'm just really upset that I have the I have the little shot glass. Cheers to you, sir. What are you drinking, you, by the way? Jefferson's Reserve tonight. Nice. I got a little a, uh, one of the big old spheres of ice. See, I need to I need to get cool like you, and and do the spear thing. It is pretty cool. I'm, I'm having Until it some pops when you're trying out. to, it explodes. When you're yeah. To <laughs> is it silicone? Is that how yeah. you make it? It's like a silicone mold. Yep. You don't yep. you don't have like a spot on your on your counter with a chisel where you're like making no I'm not that cool good I've seen balls. those people doing that and I'm not that <laughs> I'm not that person I'm nowhere near that fancy Damn. how you doing buddy. I'm doing great, dude. I'm super excited to be doing this again. You I know? am too. Like, I am too. Happy Happy New Year in February. <laughs> right. <laughs> look, look, man. You can have good product, or you can have a timely product. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're going with good. We'll go with sure. That's what we're doing. We'll go with good. I mean, that's what I'm hoping. It's, yeah. The last one of these we did was um, was August, and yeah, we didn't realize that. Way. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't realize that until a moment ago. When we were looking at the uh, the old recordings, and uh, yeah, man, it really kind of puts in focus how crazy our lives have been between then and now. And we won't go into tons of details about all that stuff, but suffice to say, yeah, I'm man. glad to be back, glad to be hanging out. Um, appreciate you being patient with me, uh, and I certainly ah. uh, had patience with you. And we went, you know, we got here from August, and hopefully now we're going to be looking at uh, a much greater frequency. Yeah, I mean. I think I think you and I had said it publicly before. I, I think a, a good goal is like biweekly or every other week if we can. But um, I mean that was one thing I tried to tell you know Seven and I had talked about it a, a while ago, obviously a long time ago. Um, <laughs> that, that IRL, is, you know, real life stuff is always going to be more important than this. Like the, it, it was, it, it is, and was very important to me. That content creation and this podcast, case in point, are like a food of love. Like, I don't want it to be work. And I don't want, like, you know, he and I both were, like, I think we were a little bit more serious when we were talking about it before than maybe we needed to be. Because, um, you know, you're like, oh, you know, tell me a, tell me a time. I'll put you on the on the calendar. We will do it, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know, that's all good. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I wouldn't mind that. But at the same time, I don't want to... I don't want to put us in a situation where, like, n no, I can't go to the kids' baseball game because I have the podcast, you know, yep. kind of thing. Yep. Like, I yeah, ain't trying we, to do uh, all that. So. We were trying, like, we were pretty aggressive, at least in our thoughts, right? We were planning it. <clears throat> we yeah, were being pretty yeah, yeah. aggressive about it. And then I think that, I mean, obviously life happens, right? But we were trying to say, I, I was working 14-hour days. Um, I was traveling a lot of the time. And so it was going to be hard for me anyway. And you're right. Like, you hit right. me up and I would be like, well... 
I could fit you in on the calendar in this one slot. And it's a, <laughs> it, it kind of really quickly got, uh, you know, crazy. And we're going to get to some of this a little bit right. later. But, but like, it was, uh, you know, not as conducive. And maybe now it'll be more conducive. Plus, more relaxing. It's just fun, right? We were hanging out last night. Um, yeah, exactly. Kind of late. And we were talking. And it was like, you know, this is, this is what it should be. is just fun, hanging out. And it shouldn't be, you, have, you shouldn't have to force it, right? And I would love to right. get to the point where you and I agree that we should have to force it because it's making, you know, it's making change in the world or it's doing something that we wanted to do that's, you know, right. that's, that's worth forcing when it. We, when we get a uh, Rogan big? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, let's do that. I'm going to get a call from Spotify and I'm going to be like, Mm-mm. Tell you, look, man, we know we have millions of listeners out there that are just egging to 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 hear the next episode but you know sometimes life just takes over tens and tens <laughs> and tens T- tens and tens maybe not that many tens but <laughs> <laughs> we have 10 of listeners who are at, at least at least tens and tens at least mm, 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 i don't mm. know about the third tens but we'll see we'll work on that one this time <laughs> so we have a better frequency so we're going to do uh we got a pretty good I think we got a pretty good uh, list of subjects lined up tonight. I'm kind of excited to go through yep. some of these things. Um, full disclosure to anyone who is listening, anyone who's, who's watching live on YouTube, you know, if you're catching this podcast later, just know that we do stream these live on YouTube. If you ever want to catch one live, you can follow either one of us on Twitter. Um, just use our names. Uh, that's You can find us on Twitter, uh, our Discord servers. But we do these live, but we do them so we can record them. And we we got a pretty good list of stuff lined up to talk about. Um, it is some New Year's stuff. It is some stuff that's very timely. And it's some stuff we've talked about every freaking podcast we've done. Um, so we've yeah, got yeah. some cool stuff. I'm excited to get into it. Um, but we always start with kind of the same thing. So we start with who we are. If we do this often enough, we won't have to do this every time, right? But we're going to start with, like, who we are. Yeah. And, and tell us a little bit about, you know, or tell everyone a little bit about ourselves. So Hapa, who, who is, who is a, what makes a Hapa fodder a Hapa fodder? And not a HEPA I still filter, that one out. right? Which is the nickname. Not, not, a, HEPA not, not a HEPA filter. What makes <laughs> what makes a HEPA a HEPA? What would a HEPA filter would be? anyway? Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm retired sailor, U.S. Navy sailor. Um, I'd like to say I've got you know twenty. Well, now we're going on twenty five, twenty six years of professional life experience out there and world experience and just somebody that uh i made the decision a few years ago that i was not going to push myself through corporate america um i I, i'm sure everybody has seen the clippets or whatever out there on social media which we'll talk about later at some point where they talk about how you know working age is still 60 or what is it 67 now i don't even know what what and they're trying to push it higher yeah yeah, and the average lifespan is like 80 or something like that. So we're meant to work for however many years to enjoy 13 years of life. And um, I'm a big lover of life. And we'll kind of go into that more when we some of the subjects we're talking about are perfect for that question. But um, I, I just found that I was focusing not enough on real life stuff, life in general, experiencing life because um, of a lot of serious stuff that I've had happen in my life. And I just wanted to kind of take a step back and relax a little bit. And I think that's uh, content creation has been an amazing outlet for that because I've been just able to relax and enjoy life, really. I mean, but, you know, I've uh, kind of got a little bit of gray in me and a little life experience. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I have to earn the gray. What, what, yeah, it, well, I don't know if this is necessarily earned as forced. 
if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, you, you earn it, man. That, you don't get gray hair without earning it. That, that's what was something, uh, something an old guy used to tell me. is like you earn every single gray hair you ever had. Um, so be proud sure. of it. That's a way easier for guys to do, right? Because, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's not – with guys, it's like, oh, it's distinguished or it's, it's wise or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it's – um, I got a little more gray in my, my beard. I have hair this time, so anyone who's ever watched our podcasts or uh, videos has seen me. That's how they know time's passed. <laughs> I did not stay in character. I, I was replaced with a new actor. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, it's funny because my kids have never even seen me with hair. So, like, it's, 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 it's a recent. Serious? A lot, oh, yeah. Like, I haven't had hair for, like, 20 years. And your kids are, like, in their teens. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like. That's crazy. Know, it, it was, um. So I've got a lot more gray than I thought I was going to have. Um, but, yeah. So so with me, you know, I'm seven. Uh, Hap and I met uh, through playing some video games, honestly. And uh, we met through what was primarily a, a business relationship first in that in that realm. And uh, yeah. it turned into a personal relationship. But I, <clears throat> I'm a, I've am i been in the technology industry for a long time. I'm a tech executive. Uh, I was a, a very bad uh, race car driver at one point. I was a semi-pro baseball player. Um, and, you know, I'm into video games. Got a wife, two kids, a couple of dogs, and uh, we try to keep things as as nice as possible in our lives. You know, kind of like you were saying, right? It, we want to live a good life, and to us, a good life is a happy life. Um, and what Truly. it takes to be uh, in that space is kind of what we're willing to do. You know, we travel a good bit. Uh, last year, we went to San Francisco, uh, Chicago. We went to New York. We went to Atlanta. We went to Nashville. Um, we even went to Baton Rouge, hung out with Hapa a little bit. Um, so we've been, you know, those are the kind of things we get, we want to do. My kids are 14 and 12 and, and they're at that age where I've only gotten, you know, five years left, um, with them for certain being around, I mean, you know, heck, I hope it's 15 years, right? 20 years, but yeah, man. you yeah, definitely yeah, got yeah. four or five where they have to go, <laughs> they have to go with me if I go somewhere. So, um, totally. that's what we've been into. So yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of me in a nutshell. So subject number one, Hapa. We wanted to talk about, yeah. you know, and you threw this out there. <clears throat> we uh, we were looking at subjects. We were trying to figure out what are we going to put on the list. And we had some things that we kind of knew were going to be on the list, which we'll get to later. But I liked this one. You know, this one was right. um, the subject was, do you have a goal for this year? You know, 2023 is here. It's February now. Uh, so January has already passed us. Right. So we are one twelfth yep. through the year. And uh, the question is kind of nice. I mean, do you have a goal for this year that lived <laughs> that lived through January at least? I mean, there's a reason I didn't put New Year's resolution on there because I don't. I mean, we're in February. That that isn't the point. The the biggest point for me is I don't believe in resolutions because mm-hmm. everybody has the be a better me. You'll get yeah, to the have, gym more. We had that more, in common, rah, rah, rah. I don't. I don't like that. Like I, I don't. I don't reserve setting goals for myself for the end of December. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so for me, and it's something I started doing. Um, Honestly, when I was nearing retirement from the Navy, I was like, I just want to set a, a, a attainable goal for myself uh, for whatever the coming year may be. Um, <clears throat> and my goal this year is very simple, uh, mostly based around the fact of why I retired from the Navy and where we are now with the pandemic and everything in between is get to doing what I originally planned to do when I retired from the Navy, which is getting in the truck and hitting the road and and getting out there and seeing more places. Um, You know, I have plans to try to get, 
head west, head northeast, head north, head east, you know, um, nothing necessarily crazy, but maybe go, you know, head back to San Diego or, you know, even if it's uh, driving back to the Pacific Northwest to, to visit, you know, my, my family and hitting sites on the way or, you know, just get out there more. Because one of the things that I consciously tried to do when I retired from the Navy was, uh, well, I've seen the world. I haven't seen this country, so I, I kinda, <laughs> not, a, not a lot wanna, of uh, not a lot of warships in the Grand Canyon. Yeah, you know, so uh, I kind of want to get out there and and see stupid things like you know the world's largest ball of twine or whatever, whatever yeah. the case may be, yeah. out there. And not only that, but by nature of being in a gaming community, I have friends all over the country, and some of these friends I've like you know a really good friend of mine. Um, I've known him. I'm not kidding you, and he, he's an EMT for Baltimore, a uh, city of Baltimore. Um, I've known him for 16 years, and I mean, I know his, his kids and his family, like everything, and I've never met the dude, like literally, never, you know? Um, and I consider him a good friend, and it would be nice to get out there and actually, you know, meet him face-to-face, and so, yeah, yeah that's my goal, is, is I want to I wanna get back on the road, if not every month maybe you know once a quarter or something like that and hit the road and go wherever you know? i like that one i like that one that's a good so, one i got it that, that's a that's what about a really you good one. yeah for me you know i uh and this kind of carries over from from where i was and you and i would talk in private about this back in november and october um it, you know i wanted to restructure my life in a way that gave me more free time right it was more time to do uh, sure. the kind of things i want to do um travel is is something i've been able to make happen in the past um, simply because you you schedule it. This is this is back to the, what we were laughing right. about, but the, it was really true. Like you had to get on my calendar to, to have any time, and that was yeah. uh, you know there there comes a point in your life where that's probably um, got some diminishing returns you know to it. Right? Yeah. And you know there's some industries and some things you know that require you to hustle at that level. I don't agree with the hustle culture and some of these things, but um, so my goal this year is to restructure my life around those kinds of things that I want to do that are more relaxing. Uh, and just more fun, nice. you know, and content creation is one of those, as an example. I started a new job in January, uh, and, you know, thus far, five weeks in, right, but thus far, the, the all indications are what it was promised, right, where it's, it's the, the impact I can have in the position is huge. It's, in, it's in fact, sure. bigger than the, the impact I could have had in the previous position, but the job itself is a far more conducive environment to me to be able to take care of me. And so uh, right. I'm really excited about that, you know, so one of the, when I talk about a goal, I kind of, you know, have to talk about how do I know I'm being successful, right? So you said, I'm going to go see right. things, and that's how you'll know. You yeah. took the trip. Yeah. Um, for yeah. me, it's going to be if I can get back on a schedule of, of content creation. Um, and, you know, I think I, you would probably agree with me when we talk about this. Content creation is, is um, A, it's not easy, right? It, it is engaging enough mm-hmm. and difficult enough that it is work. If you're going to do it well, mm-hmm. it's going to be work. And to a degree, it's incredibly rewarding because of the work you did. But what people sometimes miss is just how nice it is to be part of the communities that you're you're engaged with, right? And that totally. is something that you miss if it's not there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, that's what I'm shooting for in 2023. Um, of course, I still have, you know, we're going to take a couple trips. We're going to go do some things. My my wife and uh, son have told me uh, with in no uncertain terms that this time we will be going to a beach, <laughs> a beach somewhere. So uh, we've done a bunch of cities, right, which is kind of my thing. Um, I'd love to go take them to mountains. They've never been. Sure. I want to take my kids to a swamp. You know, most people have never been through a swamp, like an actual swamp. How, how is that possible, the region that you live? We got to go do it, right? And so... Okay, fair. That, that's, they've never done it, you know? Uh, and yeah. 
but they want a beach. So I, I know we'll do at least a beach sure. this year. Uh, we'll do another couple cities. I think we're going to hit the West Coast again. Um, I am going to try to get out to the town you're in, you know, the not too distant future and hang out. So yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's that's me for 2023. That's what I'm shooting to do. Um, and you know, do you do you? Uh, I'm not to get details or anything, but do you think at some point before you did this uh, job shift? Do you think you were living more to work versus working to live? Yeah. Or were you working to live? Yeah, I was I was living to work and it's one of those things that can be uh it can be sneaky, right? Because I'm very cognizant yeah. of that, right? And I've I've done that before and I'd stopped doing it. I'm not I'm not as young as I once was, you know, and right and and so I had been through that, right? I'd been through the world where that had occurred. I had, you know, suffered the consequences of that occurring which are no free time you know the mental health disadvantages, sure. all these things that come with it i had done that before so i was aware of it right um and i knew it was happening but sure. in some roles you're still powerless to stop it and mm -hmm. it's the it's really the being powerless to stop it that kind of drives the decision to end it right that's the way you end up having yep. to stop it and yeah uh so that was kind of what it was for me but i was definitely living the work you know and, and my wife who's very understanding um, you've met her. She's the nicest human being on earth. And she would tell me, like, yeah, you're doing it again. You know, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. And you try to make adjustments, right? And then it's like, look, yeah. the adjustments aren't – I'm not being yeah. able to make the adjustments I want to make. Still working 14-hour days. I didn't have a weekend. I didn't have a holiday. Um, and then you're just like, okay, i got to make a real change. You know, So that stuff, that stuff gets old. I think that's phenomenal that you have – I mean, having a partner that can – I don't know if it's a dude, a strictly dude thing, but I think it is a strictly dude thing. We tend to, if you're a workaholic, ignore all the things or signs or, you know, anything uh, that could be like, hey, man, you're, you're, you're like, oh, you're overdoing it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. There's and a, there was a therapist I was talking to mm -hmm. once and it wasn't, it wasn't uh, my therapist, but it was a, someone I was talking to and, and she does, um, she does executive therapy, right? So basically her job. Uh, she has a PhD in psychology, and what she does is she works with executives only. So these are like really sure. high-powered executives, people who have reached kind of the top of their, you know, that, that pyramid that they were shooting for in, in their career. And to a person, what's interesting is they thought all the way along the way, I'll be happy when I get there. And, right, and so they put yep. off their happiness, and they put off their self-care. And so when you talk to someone and you're like, okay, you know, that – that doesn't happen, by the way, right? It doesn't happen when you get to be you never CEO, right? You, you're either yeah. happy where you're at or you're not going to be happy where you're going. And yep. when you have a partner who is understanding of, you know, like, here's why you're doing it, but it, it's causing you issues and you're not taking care of you. And the real, the, the thing that this therapist told me that was really amazing is... If you're if you're a worker, right, and you you're someone who believes that work is, is how you, you know you define some part of you, or if it's necessary or whatever, a lot of us are raised to follow orders, and a lot of us, yep. a lot of us are raised to find an authority figure and contribute to a team and all these things. The first thing that goes in your life when that gets really pressing is the thing that relieves the most stress. Think about that. Yep. And so what happens is you get rid of the hobby first. And so yeah. it creates a really, really unhealthy snowball effect. And so I happen to be lucky yeah. to have a partner who is like, you can't give up on this. You can't give up on that. And it's like, I just don't feel like it anymore. And once I'm saying I don't feel like it anymore, it's like, hey, you right. You got to make a change. Yeah. I mean, I had a, uh, there was a family friend that, uh, he was in the Navy for a very long time, 
retired from the Navy, started working for the post office, worked for the post office for a very long time. He's in his 70s, uh, late 70s, something like that. Um, anyway, and I remember I was talking to him. This was before um, I fully retired. So I was working for the video game company, and I, was, I thought I was having a blast. And everything was great. And he looked me in the face because he kind of could tell I was stressed. He was like, hey, it's the same question. Are you living to work or are you working to live? Yep. And I was like, I just th- those words like just snapped me out like, holy crap. Like, yeah. I'm doing the same stuff I was doing when I was in the Navy because in the Navy, I was living to work. You literally woke up, went to work, came home, went to bed, get up, go to work. Like nothing else was occurring in yep. life. And that's the pattern. It's, in, it's on purpose. Yeah. Right? That's, that's what you're supposed yeah. to do. Right. And. Yep. Um, and then at some point you're not in the Navy anymore. <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. But these companies and I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, they're nameless, faceless, soulless beings. Sure. Um, yeah. They're pretty much designed to take as much as you'll give. Yes. Oh yeah. And, and that's the that's the goal a lot of times. And and you can't really hate the company for that, right? That's what a company's supposed to do. And so it's got to be your job to say, I'm only willing sure. to give X. You know, and sure. and there's times when the company's like, yeah, but I want Y. Well, I'm only willing to give X. It doesn't work out. Great, nothing personal, yep. right? But yep. we're on different wavelengths. The real toxic thing, though, and I'll, I'll ask you this. Um, for me, the real interesting thing, though, is, is the companies I know are designed to do that. What I really struggle with is the managers who play into it. And they put that expectations on people below them. Where, is sure, it knowingly? I don't know always, right? I don't yeah. think that answer is always true. And I think what, sure. I str- what I've always struggled with is if it's knowingly, it's incredibly insidious, right? It's, it's like oh, 100%. You're, you're undermining some, you knowingly are undermining someone's happiness and well-being to what end? Yeah. Right? Like to, to, yeah. to do what? To create what? You know, 0.003% more of something than you did yesterday, the day before. It'll get created tomorrow anyway. So sure. it's, it's a really interesting world when you're talking about, uh, and I do think, you know, we're going to talk about some of this later with, with, with companies and stuff, but we're kind of witnessing the labor movement 2.0. Um, you know, the, the kids, the kids are all right. You know, like they're, they have a different attitude than we were kind of yep. raised with. They're, they're saying, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to make, I, I, I know someone who makes an, made an overland van and is just drives it all. It's gone. Right. And that, that wasn't yes, something you saw necessarily 30 years ago where, yeah. You know, it was sell yeah. out to the company and, and work your way up. Yeah. So, yeah, the the question that, you know, I think uh, from this conversation that I'd love to leave everybody with is ask yourself what, you know, Hapa said. You know, are you living to work or are you working to live? Because it matters. It really does. It really does. And I don't mean that just from, like, a money point of view either. Like, it's in every aspect. Mental health, physical health you know, friendships, et cetera, et cetera, like in every aspect, it's, that's a very important question that people have to ask themselves. Like, obviously if you're not able to pay your bills, that kind of changes things a little bit. But if you, you know, the line that, you know, your dad probably gave you at some point, you know, you're in my house, you got, but you got clothes in your back, you got food on the table, you know, those kind of things. Like if those things are happening, you're doing all right. You know, like, yeah, yeah, but, it, it, yeah, it does. Anyway, it's a good segue, really, into our next subject. You know, we're yeah. so let's segue right into it. Talking about companies taking advantage sure. of people and and treating people, you know, in ways that probably I wouldn't at least treat people. I, I wouldn't be comfortable doing these sure. things. But one of the subjects we've covered every single podcast we've had is talking about Elon Musk on Twitter. 
So, yeah, man. You know, Elon Musk and Twitter, the the latest to catch everybody up. I mean, the guy at some point in the last you know few months or whatever decided to stop paying the leases. Um, there are people sleeping at the Globally, office. Globally, by the way. Yeah, everywhere. There are people sleeping yeah. at the office. I know the city of San Francisco has actually now said he's going to have to rezone his building as residential or he's going to have to let people go home. Whoa. Like there's a they, there's so many people sleeping at the office that they're saying you're going to have to you're going to have to take and say these are actually bedrooms, right? It, it's getting wow, kind of messy. I didn't messy. hear that. Yeah, wow. it's getting kind of messy in in Twitter land. And uh <clears throat> to avoid talking only about Twitter, you know, you kind of took to, you know, on the end of that said, you know, the, the ever-changing social media world. And so I had some really interesting thoughts there, but I want to kind of start with you and, you know, sure. As this has gone on, you and I have texted back and forth. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, did you see this? And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. some of it's really gross. But there's, I mean, we're talking about, uh, at this point, six months worth of, of content. So what, what are your thoughts right now about where Twitter or social media in general uh, is headed? The TikTok news, like there's all this stuff that's been going on. I mean, I'll be honest with you. We, we, we had this discussion in prior episodes. Like, I just believe... Well, first of all, I think it's impossible for the world to unplug at this point. Like, it's it's almost like it's part of the DNA, which is a sad diatribe about society nowadays, I think. Um, remove the corporate side of things. Any shady corporate decisions or whatever, I legitimately don't care. Because at this point, corporations like it or, or leave it. They have no buy-in to people. They don't give a crap about people. Now, when you, when you step into the realm of where you're now possibly harming people, right, that's, I have a problem with that at that point. Sure. Um, do I think Elon buying a company out was good? Yes. Yes. Firstly. Because I think sometimes boards, quote unquote, need to be put in check. And if there's somebody out there that can say, hey, man. I could take your I could take your your toy away in two seconds if I want to. Um, maybe that it makes some of these more greedier board member folks maybe have a second thought before they do some of the stuff they do. Now, you're never going to have a right decision all the time, right? Because um, some of the stuff I've read about some of the stuff that I've seen go on case in point at Twitter, I've just been like, there's no way that's true. And then you do a little bit of reading. You're like, Oh Jesus, it really, (laughs) it really is true. (laughs) Like I don't understand how this is happening because at some point you do have, you would think morally some of the decisions that occurred needed to maybe, maybe they throw up a light bulb. Like maybe I should need to, maybe I need to rethink that. But at the same time, You've got a company like Twitter that has has been – we've talked about tech – the tech industry in, yep. in general yep. has just been like I, – I feel like we, they've gotten to critical mass. Yep. Like bloated, insane positions that don't need to exist, 35000 of X position that doesn't need to exist, all these people getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. They shouldn't be getting paid that – like so on and so on and so forth, so forth. And I feel sorry for people that get laid off, but at the same time – if it's putting some of that bloat in check, I'm all for it, you know? And it it sounds, you know, I've had people be like, well, what if that was your job? And I said, look, man, I look at it this way. I know I wasn't in corporate America that long, but if you're not constantly updating your own resume 
and at least just surfing, looking around at what's out there. Like if you get comfortable in your position, especially in a tech company or social media outlet, if that's where you work, I feel like you're just doing yourself a disservice, man. Like, like I just, you know, you should expect at any point your job just doesn't exist. Like the, it could yeah, happen to you. It was you know? really interesting to watch occur with these tech companies, right? I, I was part of, you know, I've, I've been in that world and yeah. it's really interesting when you have someone come in and say, you need to hire 40 people, you need to hire 30 people. And I've been the guy that said, I don't need 30 people. I, you know, how many do you need? Four? Right? Like, and then have So pressure. where did they get that, get that number though? Is it like, it's so not pulled out of this, the air. There's been this, there's been this, okay. And you hear this, you hear the CEOs talk about it and they actually say, they actually tell you what went on. But if you don't know the inside, sure. you don't, you don't sure. know that's what they're saying. And they say things like, we grew too fast. You've heard that. How many times have you heard that? You know, yeah. Oh, we God, grew too fast. Yeah. So what happened was there's been this pervasive mindset in any, any world of, of tech companies where VC was involved of more employees equals more success. Right. And what's been interesting to me in the technology world is that is patently untrue. Sure. Right. In the, te- in the world of technology where you automate everything. Right, right. How how can you justify right, right. a certain number of people? And that's what we're finding is you can't. And right. a lot of these companies, when you're talking about Twitter, you know, Twitter did uh, did layoffs. I, Facebook's done layoffs. You know, the only company that hasn't is Apple, and that's because Tim Cook took a fifty million dollar dive on his salary. Right, like, right. That's a different level of CEO than what we're right. talking about in a lot of cases. Right. It's willing to say, I, you know, actually, I don't want to get anybody I don't need off. to make that much money. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not laying anybody off, right? So sure. it's, it's interesting to watch because I think there was a bit of, I've witnessed a bit of a domino effect. And I, I find this fascinating because I don't know that I've ever seen it before. It may have happened. Sure. I've never heard of it. But when these companies started laying people off, other companies who may not have needed to necessarily lay people off looked around and said, you know what? If we lay people off now, we're just noise. It's a headline for a couple of days. Ooh. And we're going to just follow suit. And we're going to lay people. And maybe we need to. Maybe we don't. But some of these companies are posting record profits at the same time as laying off all these people. Yeah. And so there's something something there that's, that's, that's not jiving, you know. Um, I think that... Do you think it's preemptive? uh, You know... I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I can't say. Like, we know the economy is not doing great, so maybe I'll preempt this just in case. I can't say, but here's what I can tell you is I recruited against some of these companies. <laughs> I recruited people against these companies, and the price tags were we had gotten insane, right? When you're, you're, You mean you're, salaries. Salaries. You talk to someone coming fresh out of school, and the kind of numbers they were throwing at you were insane. And you're like, I, I'm not going to pay that. Not that I can't afford it. It's that right. I'm not going to pay that. And at some point, it turned into... I couldn't afford that if I wanted to. Right. And what you find out is you, you know, you, you connect with them on LinkedIn or whatever, and then three weeks later, they're making Someone that else. money. So there was no way to justify, you know, I think Zuckerberg is running into that with Facebook. He's like, oh, you know, augmented augmented reality, virtual reality. He's just going down the path on this meta stuff. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. He may be ahead of his time. He may be right on time. The first person to get it is gonna be right. Well, wealth is gonna be ridiculous. But yeah. But they, you know, it, it's it's turned into these social media worlds had all these people 
and then they started laying people off, and then everybody started laying people off. And now we have a bit of a crisis in the technology world, a bit of a crisis uh, with people just not having enough jobs. At the same time, the economy has the lowest unemployment it's had in like ever. So the tech, the tech industry is out of job, is out of step. That's that's what I would say is the takeaway for me on talking about like social media and these companies is they're out of step. Something's different. Right, right. I, I feel like, a, and I don't know if this. I okay. Let me let me. I highly doubt this is something specific to the tech industry, tech world. But I've I feel like corporations have gotten more and more greedy at the top to the point where a lot of their actions become obviously dubious but nobody nobody's doing gonna do anything about it like nobody yeah. cares it seems yeah. like well, you know when you got you know this is why i think twitter is so important and I, I keep talking about it elon musk is the worst behaved ceo yeah right if, if you took yeah. them all and lined them up and you said okay <laughs> That dude shot a rhinoceros, right? You, you go down the list, and there's some pretty, <laughs> right? You know what I'm, like, there's some pretty crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 And he is, by a large margin, the most ill-behaved. And I think Oh, he, and he does it all just because he can. Because he's like, he, I, just, I he's, can do it. It's like he's stress-testing the system. What are you going to do to me, the FCC? You know, FCC, just, I'm going to thumb my nose at you. Who cares what you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the SEC, you know, like, I don't, I don't even care about the SEC, right? Like, he's... He's he's t- he's stress testing the system, and it's going to be interesting interesting to see how it goes because he took a, I think he's at a sixty billion dollar bath now. He he's um, lost more money than anyone in history has Do lost. Do you think he notices that? I don't think he cares. I mean, not that when you you've got that much money, it's not even who cares. I'll take ninety percent of my money. My grandkids will still never work. It's right. He was at like two hundred and sixty billion dollars. What? What? And that's what I mean is, like, first of all, that's a number that is inconceivable. Like, you, yeah. I, human I beings know, can't that means conceive nothing that to yeah. me. Like, yeah. But I, I feel like when you get to a certain point where you're literally buying a, a social media platform. <laughs> a, okay, not a company. You bought a platform. Yep. The entire – that's like buying the West Coast, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Vancouver, BC, to the Mexican border, mine. Like yeah, that's and all of Baja. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, just go ahead because it's I'm like a take two some from one. another country like, too. Why not? <laughs> and that's my thing. It's like, well, is there really anything that can you could do to him that he's just not going to be like, eh, whatever, you know? So let me throw a thought your way on this. All right, and I've never, I've never talked about this before, so I'm really curious to see what you think. Where's? Let me ask you. Let me ask you a series of questions first. Okay. What is your favorite alternative to McDonald's? Alternative to McDonald's. Well, yeah. I don't really eat fast food, but um, I'd say Burger King. Sure. What is your favorite alternative to Target? I don't shop at Target, but uh, I mean, there's no alternative to H-E-B here, but H-E-B, I guess. Cool. Starbucks. What's your favorite alternative Ooh, to Starbucks? Um... <clears throat> drink coffee either it's <laughs> <laughs> not the point but yeah you you can Seattle's best so you can name competitors sure who's Twitter's competitor exactly so what you have is these these social media companies have monopolized a space yes and now they can act in any way they want because they've monopolized a space 
And I remember when Elon Musk bought Twitter, and um, I wasn't really necessarily on the train of people that were like, burn it all down, I'll never use Twitter again just because Elon Musk bought it. Sure. Um, Also, that was a a bunch of BS, people saying that. It was, the guy is uh, woefully, woefully underqualified to be running Twitter. He's woefully underqualified to even sit in a room with Twitter's engineers, however he's doing it. And I wasn't someone who was just going to bail Right, because he bought Twitter. Now, some of the sure. decisions he's made, you know, the way he's treated people with people with H one B one visas, and some of those things are just just inexcusable. So, but those aren't represented. Twitter is not that. That is still Correct. Elon Musk making those decisions. And so I started looking at, okay, let's say you did want to leave Twitter. Where are you going? Yep. And they're like, oh, Mastodon. The what? The what now? And I look at the Mastodon. Right, I go, I go look at Mastodon. I'm like, ah, no. You're nowhere close. And you did that with, like, if you were looking for an alternative, you did that with, like, five or six things. Yeah. There's no alternative. Well, the way that these companies have gotten this, and you and I talked about this once before, I don't care if it's Google, Facebook, Twitter, they bought the competition and killed it. Yes. And this has been allowed to go on for however long at this point. And supposedly we have antitrust laws. I I promise you if a a, a uh, cable company did it, right now Kroger... Yeah. Is buying Albertsons. We're trying. Yep. And people are like, mm, yep. we can't have uh, one company in control of that much of the supermarket uh, market. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, then how are you letting these fools? And this is this is where you'll draw the line? Like, yeah. what? Oh, that's where you drew the line. Grocery stores. All right, what? So, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. It, it's an interesting thing. I, I love that you were able to say, I don't like fast food that much but here's the alternative right you, you actually it worked out better yeah, than yeah. i thought because you're like oh, but here's the alternative <laughs> i don't drink coffee but here's the alternative right even someone yeah, who doesn't yeah. really you still got alternatives you still know what the alternatives sure. are because they're yes, so yes. prevalent I mean, yes, I, yes. I, I obviously go on the soapbox about those <laughs> and, and well the thing to me that really made me angry too was like the the fallout side to him buying out Twitter and a lot of his actions, which are just horrible, and people are like, "Well, I'm going to stop using Twitter or let this let this thing burn to the ground." Blah blah blah. It's like you still have people that are there that are trying to make the best of a really crap situation, who are very much, um, they're involved. Like that's their life, and it's the same thing with you know. And you and I talked about. Um, uh, uh, the Harry Potter game, you know, recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, Hogwarts Legacy. You, yep. You've got, you've got people that poured their life and their hearts into a project, and you're just just because you don't like the creator of the original, you know, uh, media material, you're like, no, screw this game. I'm yep. not, I'm not gonna look at the game. It's like they may not even be connected. You know, J.K. Rowling may only be getting kickbacks because of the name. That's oh, it. Certainly. It could certainly. have absolutely nothing to do with the story. Like certainly, and that is that is my understanding of how that particular game is going. I'll, I'll give you yes, another example, yeah. right? Um, EA Electronic Arts makes games, a lot of games, right? And some yeah, of my sure. favorite games historically. I'll never forget. You know, get a kid EA Sports. It's in the game, right? Like yeah, man. Who who, who doesn't remember this? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I saw recently EA has gone through. They're shutting down some studios. They're going through some. Uh, probably some could be described as reorganizations and some things. Sure. Some people that are taking a lot of, a lot of um, Schadenfreude, right? They're they're taking a lot of joy in seeing these the, the company quote unquote EA struggle. 
But again, yeah. that's a nameless, faceless, soulless entity. Yeah. What you're actually yeah. doing yeah. is taking joy in the suffering of human beings who yes. are employees that go into work every single day at EA, and they try sure. to do their best work, and they've just gotten you know blasted from their company, and then they go look on Twitter, and it's like they're getting blasted from random you know yep. random yep. person on Twitter. Yeah. Like, just be a better, <laughs> be a better person. I mean. I'll tell you, I got. I used to get that working for. Oh, I bet working. you did. I bet you did. I used to get people would literally ask me, "Aren't you ashamed of yourself?" Like, what are you talking about? Aren't you ashamed of yourself working for this company? Like, what are you, what are you talking about, bro? Like, <laughs> I, I play the game, I show the game off, I answer questions about the game. What do I have to be ashamed of? Like, yep. it's not like I'm in Nazi Germany, freaking pushing propaganda bro like it's a video game calm down and and there was a period of time there was like a month or something like that where i was getting slammed on i i shut down social media like i was like not on social media i discord was like very specific channels like it was very mentally draining the the poo being thrown at you and i so (laughs) i don't understand why people don't Maybe they're incapable of thinking that there's another person there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the psychology behind it, but it's I don't I don't understand it. You know, there if if you don't like something, then just don't be involved in it, you know? Sure. Like I I used to tell people people would scream and yell about the old battlefield games and stuff, and I said, Well, if you don't like it, then just don't play it. Yeah, why are but, you but you know, and there is you make a good point. There isn't a contingent of human beings who and I'll see this play in, let's say, World of Warships, right? Which is how we met, if people you know, listening yeah, to the podcast yeah. don't know. And that's you know, a game that we play together. And you'll see that as an example. You'll see someone in the chat in the middle of the game how, how much they hate the game, how much they hate the company that makes the game. And I'm like... Keyword, during you're, you're in the game. playing the game. <laughs> Why are you torturing yourself? Like, what are you... you this is not the flex I think you... You think it is, right? You're, you're like, you're the one suffering, and you're the only one suffering. And right. uh, it's really fascinating to see, you know, to see that. I, you know, I, w- I did a bunch of work with, uh, um, historically with, with Toyota, right? So many years ago. And it would fascinate me when I would get, I would get emails from someone who was, who was mad about Toyotas and talking about they would, be, they would be off on some tirade about Toyota sponsoring militant groups. Yep. And it would be like, what are you talking about? Right? That, that's not at all. It, this, no way. <laughs> Toyota's a very, very, very careful brand. You know, they're very yeah. careful about what they get mess, mixed up in. They're, they're very, very aware of those things. And it turns out they're like, they're mad because people are driving around the Toyota Hilux trucks, you know, and doing whatever they're doing. And right. you're like, you're, you're hating on a company because of decisions that were made. Yeah, way outside individual. the company, right? Yeah. And it, it's always been fascinating to me how people will just—they want to generalize, they want to say something like, you know, this company sucks, and you, they just lose sight of of what it's you know, what's in that company until it's their company. And I've known yeah. people like that who ended up in a company and they got a bunch of hate. <sighs> and uh, it's like, yeah, this is this is how that works. And so next time, you know, if yeah. you've been through it, the next time you're like, I, I gotta hate on it, man. There's people working there that are probably good people. <laughs> And I don't know. I just, I, and that goes back. Like I, I mean, you hear me 
utter it a million times about being a better human like just be better to each other i don't understand the necessity to to sling poo you know when when it's not it, that energy could be used better elsewhere you know that's like, and that's and we'll we'll uh we'll put a bow on this one with what you just said right the the go yeah. back to what we originally said about elon musk buying twitter i don't care that elon, elon musk wants to buy twitter i don't he wants to buy it he wants to buy it 44 billion dollars however you immediately have to question if if i was sitting on 44 billion dollars i could do some things in the world and you you know i don't think oh, yeah. buying twitter was it if, if it was me oh yeah and so when oh, you're yeah. talking about people taking their resources and, and and misappropriating them right everyone has responsibility for that it doesn't matter if you're elon musk on 44 billion which is like the biggest example right or if you're some right. person playing a video game and being a jerk to everyone else in the video game you are using your energy for something in the world that doesn't build others up you don't need to be doing it right and you could you could make the choice yeah. to spend the same amount of energy yeah. to to help the world be a better place you could do that yeah yeah so yeah. um so Hapa, we got the next subject we kind of covered two there right uh and and we, we yeah. can come back to it um, the two subject headlines for anyone who's listening, we were going to talk about Twitter and Elon and the social media world, but we also wanted to talk a little bit about the economy and how companies are handling it. We kind of rolled those in sure. together. Um, but I know there's a segue in you were talking about, and we're going to have a section. I think we're going to try to do this every time because I love it. But uh, what you watching, Hapa? Right? What is it that Hapa is, is <laughs> We need to is get like a at? jingle. Oh, yeah. What you watching, Hapa? Like, what could it be? You know, like... Um, I, should, I should do that. I should write that and do that. But yeah, so, so what are you right? watching? I love to hear what you're watching. I love to hear, you know, some... You, you always give me some, like, dis, like discovery that I haven't seen. So what, right. what you been watching, man? So so there's there's two things I want to talk about. Okay, one, you know I have a love for Anthony Bourdain. I think we've talked about that a million I times. I, I met the man a couple times. Like, he really – he's the only person I was ever starstruck. Mm. Not when I first met him, okay? Because when I first met him, I didn't really know how to handle it. It just somebody on TV and it just cool dude. He sat down, he bought a beer, me and him bullshit for like an hour uh, before we caught our flights. I was starstruck when two years later, I'm sitting at a bar in San Diego airport, tap on the shoulder. And there is Tony who that's what he told me to call him. Tony standing there. Mind if I sit down? And then he called me out by my name and I was like, what? <laughs> like, how do you? How, 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 you meet a million people, like, how is this, you know, and he was like, I never forget people I share a drink with when I, you know, chatting, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's I It's really cool. Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. Somebody Feed Phil? Somebody Feed Phil on all right, Netflix. All right. He is super corny, but his name is Philip Rosenthal, and he pretty much picks up where... Anthony Bourdain left off traveling the world, meeting people that are real, enjoying food together, seeing real, the real life out there and just enjoying it together. That's cool. Um, and the reason I love that show is because every single episode he ends it with, he calls his mom and dad on Skype and they just have a little conversation together. And it's, you know, the most wholesome thing, in my opinion, is no, not pretentious at all. Very laid back. He, you know, a few people have said he's very corny. Um, he is, but that's, it's whatever, you know, be, it's, it's, it's if there's authentic, one thing, right? 
it yeah it's real you know he loves food the food he eats is amazing he's everywhere from dublin to marrakesh to whatever he's all over the world doing this and and that kind of thing to me like you know i personally believe that every single human on the planet should travel you have to travel yep. you need yep. to get out of your little town and see how life is lived <laughs> elsewhere you know and it's amazing to me the thought process of 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 you know timmy's small town on the politics of a country thousands of miles yep. away when he's never left those eight blocks of his tiny little town like that to me says vol speaks volumes and there's moments on that show where i get very nostalgic for that travel yeah idea yeah uh just because you know when i was in the navy i would hop in a taxi cab and they'd be like where do you want to go and i'd be like man take me where you're gonna eat dinner tonight yep yep i want to i want to no, take you to dinner let's go dude that is okay all right man we gotta talk about this okay so this is not where we thought I thought this <laughs> so <clears throat> every time we go travel and i told you we went to a bunch of different places this past year and the reason that we're doing that is the pandemic put two years of, of halt yep on me showing my kids the world and I, I think it's incredibly important for them to yeah to be in brooklyn right and to see yeah the yeah. bronx right and and yeah. you know what does hell's kitchen look like right the, these are the things and what is chicago what is the river wall these things matter um yeah and it matters less about the space and more about the context of the world and right? like you were saying and uh and so it, it's crazy to me that there are people out there who want to who want to say just like you said like this is my viewpoints on things and it's like your viewpoints are so narrow because your entire world is narrow but when yes. i go to a town we always okay look i'm gonna i'm gonna own it we always take an uber black i don't ever use uber <laughs> all right i always use uber black okay so we always are riding in style just that's how it's yeah gonna man be. And, uh, I mean, if you know, you're gonna do it, you know. Well, I got four of us. You know, I, I, I can excuse it in my head. Usually, yeah, it's like an extra yeah, fifteen bucks or whatever. But Uber Black, if you've never taken one, uh, Uber Black is is professional drivers. And so these people generally have been like limo drivers. We had a guy that was they telling know. Us all, uh, we saw a guy was like telling us all about he he is the Rock's personal driver when the Rock is in that town. And like, oh, so he's the guy. Like they, they go the whole yeah. entree. So these are the level drivers you're talking about. Yeah. Every single time I ask the question, I am taking you anywhere you want to go for dinner tonight. Where is it? And it is the most amazing conversation to have with someone. They they get they all of a sudden become proud of their town. Yeah. They all of a sudden start telling you about all. It's, you, it's never one place. You always yeah. learn about three or four places, and then you learn about the ambiance of those places and the food. And it's like that is really cool. So I'm excited to. I'm going to go check this out. Somebody feed. I'm it. telling you. You're going to, you and your wife are going to love it. And this is how Phil is. Okay. So that, this was the difference between the Anthony and Phil that I kind of like, uh, Phil a little bit more because Anthony would go to a place. He'd be talking to the cameraman, you know, or whatever, mm -hmm. but he'd be meeting locals mm -hmm. everywhere. Phil goes, he has a producer that's from that town. So Marrakesh, it was a guy from born and raised Marrakesh. He's there. He says, Hey man, so he goes, come he goes, here. He's a producer. Get in the camera. Like, be part of the crew. Yes. Gotcha. And then and then he asked that guy, where do I need to go eat? Where where do we need to go? And sometimes the place you show, you're like, oh, Phil, I hope you've had your shots kind of. <laughs> yeah. But the that's food the looks amazing. Yeah. Like legit. Yeah. I think and, I told you. And about that's it. what I love. I'm, I'm telling you, you and your wife, if you just put that on when you're just, you know, pogging around in the kitchen or doing laundry or whatever, like it is the best show to just 
sit and listen to even because his conversations he has with people like he he met a guy in Marrakesh who was the concierge of a hotel okay he was like I want to take you to lunch where do we need to go and the guy's like let's go here come to find out that guy's great uncle was the chef at that restaurant never met him before in his life really so it's like to me, that's pretty cool, man. You just yeah. brought people together. Like, that's yeah. pretty cool, you know? Yeah. So. I was in a, one of our favorite memories. We were in New York, and we had gone to um, – actually, we had gone – where were we gone? I forget where we were going, but we were wanted to go to Chinatown that evening. And it ended up being a really long walk in the cold and rain. And we get oh, to yeah. Chinatown, and the, the sun's already gone down. Some of the shops have closed. So it's getting kind of late. And you kind of wonder at that moment, because you're only going to be in New York for a certain amount of time, right? Am I going to have time to bring sure. everyone back to Chinatown? And you're like, well, we're going to eat. We ended up, and, and anyone who's been to this area of Chinatown will absolutely know the place, right? Uh, but we've been, we ended up not knowing anything about it. We ended up finding some shop. Underneath the shop in the basement was a restaurant. The only way we knew it was there was a little table <laughs> sitting at the top of some stairs with a menu on it. And you go down, it's cash only, it's open 24-7, and it's in the basement of a building in Chinatown. And there might have been 20 seats in there. That is the best food, the best Chinese food I've ever eaten. And I will tell you, it's one of our favorite memories. And those are the kind of things you can't plan, necessarily. Yep. And watching people, Anthony Bourdain was fantastic at that. That's a thing that he yep. excelled at, you know. So I, it, 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 it's going to be interesting for me to get to watch this because I've missed that. That's been a gap for me, right, in the world with someone that goes and, yeah. you know, and, and does some of that. So I'm excited that there's yeah. someone out there doing it and, and doing it at a level that Hava and, tells me, like, yeah, you should watch that. And I'll tell you, like, if you don't believe me, Netflix has renewed Phil for an unprecedented seventh season. Oh, my God. He got, he's, he's gotten past season two. He's... uh. Yeah, and, and that's why I say that, right? Because Netflix is notorious for, we yeah. just released two seasons of this amazing show that everybody loves. Now nah, cancel it. Yeah, just cancel it. We're not even going to finish the story. We're not even going to do a blog post about what it would have been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't, they don't so, even care. Like, when, when I saw that, that's actually when I started watching the show, was I saw uh, something, I think on, on Twitter or something, and it said an unprecedented seven seasons. I was like, seven seasons? Like, what is this show? And I went, I and I literally, I'm not kidding you, I binged like four seasons right wow. away. Wow. Like, right. just, boom, gone. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to check this out then. He does, yeah, I'll be impressed if you don't like it, trust me. Like, I, legit. So, cool. um, but that's the first show. And, and I, <laughs> that sorry, was the first show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I digress a little bit. I won't okay. talk about the second show as, as much because... Uh, Seven and I kind of talked about it before we started the podcast. I think this subject may be a whole nother podcast, honestly. Um, the second show is The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's on HBO Max for anyone that's... That's, that's on HBO now. Max, yeah. Um, based around the game, they've done an amazing job with the source material for majority of the scenes to the point where there's been mashups where they've done side-by-side -side comparisons of the scenes and they've got the language and mannerisms and everything almost identical to get game to, to show. Um, but I like this show for a different reason than probably most do. Um, I am and forever have been and forever will be a person that loves watching and studying the human condition. 
how people will react, change the situations, whatever the case may be. And The Last of Us, it's only three show, uh, three episodes so far. The fourth yep. is tomorrow at like 8 p.m. I think it releases. Um, but they've done an amazing job of showing how things were and are slowing releasing how things got to where they are. And um, I'm probably a little bit morbid when I when I think this way but i love disaster movies and end of the world movies and zombie movies because to me seeing the human aspect of why people are acting the way they do or acted the way they do whatever that is very interesting to me like Mm -hmm. i'm not obviously any kind of expert on any kind of psychology but like that stuff blows my mind sometimes and case in point the last episode that had nick offerman in it has gotten if you look on social media you'll see Every which way, people talking about how good and or how bad it was. Because mm-hmm. it's not a role that Nick Offerman often plays. And I'm not going to go into the spoiler side of the house. But uh, I I don't care what nobody says. He hit it out of the park. And I think he Nick Offerman, in general, is an amazing actor that's oh, yeah. Yeah. under underappreciated. You know? Somehow. Somehow um, underappreciated, yeah. Yeah. And, and that episode was just phenomenal. And if you don't tear up... In that episode, I feel like you just have a cold, a lump of coal for a heart, like in general. Yeah, my wife, uh, Mel, you know, my wife, she was like, Yeah, do we want to watch The Last of Us? And I was like, I, The answer is yes, but you're going to need to be in the right space. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, told her, I was like, Look, you're going to need to be in the right, right kind of headspace to be watching The Last of Us. Not, not going to lie, there's a couple of, of spots in that show that, uh, Hold on, I'm just kind of keeping an eye on the video went grainy for a second. I think we're good. Uh, there's a couple of, of scenes in all three episodes that you're you're kind of like, oh, oh, God, that's like, that hurts. Like, oh, that's so, you know, really sad, really harsh, but very real. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. not, and it's not going to spoil anything, but, it, you know, one of the episodes they talk about how the virus started and stuff like that. And there's this, you know, um, doctor, they have inspect a, 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 a sample and blah, blah, blah. And the gen- there's a general there, um, because the, the country that they're in is kind of militant in that yeah. fashion. And the general asks, what can we do? And her, she dead face looks him in the eye and goes, bomb it, bomb us, bomb the city, bomb the city with everybody in it. Bomb it, bomb everything. Yeah. Yeah. Just dead faced. Yeah. And then she just starts kind of tearing up. She's like, I'd like to go home and be with my family right now. And that's how you know, like, yep, it's just got real, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, I, I remember watching um, The Walking Dead. And so my wife and I had really gotten into zombie movies. We used to be like really into this stuff. And we were, we used to drive around and be like, all right, where would we have a bug out spot? Like, we would do that. It was fun to do, but at the same point, you yeah. know, you can fool yourself into thinking it's fairly practical. And, uh, and this is the conversation we may have you know, on other podcasts at some point. Like, what yeah, does man. that look like? But on Walking Dead, I remember, I remember there being a real turn um, in the genre because you start with Night of the Living Dead, right? And that was a, that was a social statement, right? And, and the social statement was, you know, people are walking through life like zombies. And so zombies were invented yeah. for that purpose. Right. And you get all the way up to Walking Dead, and zombies have gone through the 28 Days Later treatment, which is like, you know, track stars on crack. Um, all the way, you know, like, it, it was all the way through these, like, these iterations. And the Walking Dead, what was really interesting in the, is that the, the zombies, right, 
um, in The Walking Dead were not the most dangerous thing. And that was the when it mm-hmm. got disturbing. And that was what was interesting about that show is you're watching it and the, it starts off season one, you know, season two, and it's like, oh, the zombies, the zombies, the zombies. And it's like, uh-uh. It's the people, right? It, 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 yeah. it pretty quickly starts turning into the psychology of the yeah. people are what's dangerous. The zombies are just these shambling hordes of, you, you know, you, you figured out how to handle them, they're mindless. It's the other human beings. And so the psychology of what goes into that makes it a far more compelling, in my opinion, a far more compelling story and a far more compelling way to talk about it. And I'll, I'll, I'll give yep. one last example, which was um, I Am Legend. Right, and the, the original oh, yeah. format of I Am Legend was, it was changed because it didn't screen well, but the original format of I Am Legend was there was no one else. Yep. There was no one else that was okay. And that was the whole point. I Am Legend, right? What, what it turns out is Will Smith's character in I Am Legend was the monster. So the entire world yep. had changed, and he had become the monster. Yep. He went in what was their nighttime, right, and he grabbed kids, and it, it was just like he was the monster. And so, to me, it's the psychology of, of how the humans deal with these changes totally. and things. And so, totally. I'm excited about The Last of Us. I'm going to tell my wife, I'm going to be like, hey, look. And, that, and that's why I told bullet, you, like, honestly, uh, honestly, this is, that's a subject I don't know that you and I can delve into here. Because I, I really do think, like, that side of the conversation is legit a whole nother podcast. Like, I think so. I think so, yeah. I, and I wrote yeah, it down. Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure we get on our list for maybe the next one. Who knows? I mean, it's... I think the episodes are, I think they're an hour long, I believe. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, it's, coming fresh it's, to uh, you in March of 2024, our next podcast. <laughs> 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 we'll talk about this. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah. 2024. No, it'll be, it'll be, yeah, maybe 2025. You never know with us. No, it'll be, I, I think know. that's, you know. that's one I would love to sit down and talk about. Life comes at you fast, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it, it's, it's, um. It's really interesting to talk about, you know, the, how the world is changing and, and how you see things like The Last of Us. HBO Max has a hit on their hands, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you've got Netflix canceling stuff right after two seasons. Oh. And you're talking about social media, these tech companies, right? Like, the, the way that these companies are behaving. We're seeing a lot of change in society right now. And we're going to be talking in 20 years. Me and you are going to be sitting down in some bar having a whiskey. And we're going to be talking about what 20 years ago looked like. And the world's yeah, going to be nearly unrecognizable because my kids are going to be our age. Right, um, and we're going to be the old folks, and and so we've made our mess, right? And they're going to have to come behind us and clean oh, it up, man. just like the generation before us made a mess. I, I'm really curious to see as time goes on, and you and I have these conversations. How big of a mess did we really make? I mean, at the end of the day, and the, again, this this goes back to the that episode too. And I try to tell people all the, all day, like when they're like, "Oh, you should vote for this, and you should vote for that," and blah blah. It's like, look, man, at the end of the day. All you can do is is take care of yourself and your own, and I can't worry about the, the geopolitical implications of the, you know, uh, uh, our ambassador telling X country that we can't do this, or the billions of dollars that we promised to X country and X country um, with absolutely no return on it, because I'm not going to be able to stop that. Like I don't care what nobody says, I'm not sure. able to stop that. Sure, you know, or impact. But it I can in definitely. Any yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I could definitely handle, you know, hey, should we go and get uh, this product of food for my kid for the next week? Like, that's that's the scale that you have unless you're at those political levels. And even at those political levels, you may not have 
pull yeah. depending on where you're at. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it is what it is. It is. You know? It is. And so I, I'm going to throw a new subject at you. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't talk about. What the hell's up with this balloon? Ooh. Oh, I love that you're bringing this up. I love it. I, bec- I have been speaking of social media. You segued me perfectly into that. I can't help oh, it. I'm sorry. There, that segue was too to, easy. Hold on. I gotta <laughs> you've more got more it at your desk. <laughs> well, yeah. I've, I already knew that I was going to have at least two glasses. So I was like, all right. I, I can't be getting up in the middle so of the So you segued. I mean, of all the conversations we're having, and you end up talking about geopolitical implications, and there's oh. literally a balloon. If anyone who, who's unaware, so what we're about to talk about, like there is a balloon. That has been confirmed to be of Chinese origin. That has now yep. drifted all the way from the Pacific Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean across the United States of America. Yep. It yep. has been observed. Uh, that it got shot down today, right? So some F-22s. I think this might be the first confirmed F-22 kills. Shot a it sign- is. Shot a Sidewinder, you know, missile. Uh, Sidewinder's a rocket missile. Sidewinder rocket. Yeah. I did. I don't know. Anyway. Missile. It's a guided it, missile. It's a guided missile. Okay, it is guided. So yep. shot a shot a yep. Sidewinder missile through this stupid balloon, and it's like. Pfft, you know, through the air, falling into the Atlantic Ocean. I was like, we couldn't have floated a hot air balloon with a guy with a stick with a, a pin on the end and just been like, <laughs> So we had to use billion-dollar technology to take out a bl- whatever. Anyway. Oh, yeah. You, you know there was some fighter pilot got this call, right? And it was like, uh, I got to do what? It's like, <laughs> and it's like, sir, what did you say? Balloon. <laughs> it's like, he looks over at his wingman. He's like, uh, so did you just say balloon? <laughs> hey, Mark, did we hear that correctly? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm driving a $180 million airplane, sir. Are you sure about this? <laughs> I'm about I'm about to spend taxpayers' money, yeah. like millions of taxpayers' dollars, to take out a balloon. Anyway, a balloon um, that is now that is now floated across the uh, entire country. First of all, have you read any of the social media comments about this? Mm-hmm. Like people's thoughts? I, I have, and you know, probably the funniest to me is the dummies, the pistols. <laughs> Like you went outside with a pistol and wasted whatever you know three dollars in ammo, <laughs> possibly killing little Timmy, yeah, freaking yeah, a block or two away, three blocks away. But yeah, no, I, I've read, there's been some. Those are my people, man. Those are my country folk right there. Yeah, like, yeah, well, I mean, so it, it, I have read some stuff. People have, you know, I've seen people saying, "Oh, it's you know, spycraft," uh, which seems really odd, right? I, I think that you know, China has access. It's possible, to, though, to satellites and everything else, but it does seem right. If it is, it's very obvious, like. It's a message sending form of that. Sure, and I think China has said maybe it, oh, it's it's a weather, it's a privately owned weather balloon because there's another one right yeah. in South America, and there's like a yeah. privately owned weather balloon of some sort that's been floating across the country. Um, so yeah, what have you seen? So, I mean, most of it is the you know the folks with tin foil wrapped around their skulls oh, that are screaming certainly. that it's full of whatever disease or full of whatever chemical or what you know all that crap, but. The thing that blew me away the most, and this is like the level of ignorance in general, I suppose, maybe in this, maybe, maybe I shouldn't say ignorance because, well, it is ignorance. You don't know. Ignorance is you don't know, right? Um, I, I, being in the military and having worked on platforms that were air defense platforms, so literally radars that had hundreds of miles of range, hundreds of thousands of feet of range, being able to see things. 
I will tell you right now, one of the comments that really made me laugh, and I actually typed out a response, was like, thought better of it because I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. Because the guy was like, how, how in the hell did our military allow something like this to travel across the United States? And it's like, let me tell you something, Jimbo. <laughs> the moment that thing left the ground... I would not be impressed if somebody in the Pentagon got a memo. Yep. Hey, this is left the the this is left the ground in Jiangxi Province. Blah 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 blah. It's heading to this altitude, and we expect it to cross here into the United States, possibly at this time. Like literally, and this would have been days in advance. Oh, they sure. knew, and sure. they've been tracking it. You know, um, and I promise you, the problem is. It, for those of you that don't know, the U.S. military is probably the only military that follows any kind of rules of engagement <laughs> that is very <laughs> reactive versus proactive, right? Like, I know for a fact there's countries like India, they'll shoot, shoot, shoot again and shoot a third time before asking a question. Like, that's just sure. how they are. Sure. Um, which I don't necessarily disagree with, but at the same time, if you're going to be the police of the world, you kind of need it's to be a, more reactive. It's a difference in doctrine, right? It's, it's the... Correct. Yeah. So it, it cracks me up that people think that the military wasn't acting or didn't know it was there or whatever. That's the first thing. The second thing is there was an Air Force general that he gave a speech, um, and I think, I think the words from the reporter were... Do, does the public not have a need to know or are you guys just hiding this? And I think his response was somewhere in the realm of if it was important, we would have told you. <laughs> and that re that response was not okay with the public. Like the public was not okay with you're automatically there's UFOs at Area 51 and we've sure. got a treaty and you know like <laughs> like all yeah. this stuff is coming out of the woodwork now like you know, there's, there's a really easy way, um, if you're someone who wants to know that sort of stuff, there's a really easy way, or a simple way, I won't say easy, but a really simple way to be the person who knows about it. Be the guy, be the general, <gasps> that's speaking on it. I uh, promise wow. you. Right? Wow. It's just like, okay, you know, it goes back to we were talking about companies earlier, and people want to say, here's how a company yep. should act. If you want to change it, go, they probably have job openings posted yeah. on their website. Yeah. Go get one. But yeah, the, the balloon thing has been crazy to me because of the speculation. People are almost, they feel that they are entitled to, to information. 100%. That they, they, like, 100%. You should, you owe me this information. Man, I don't owe you nothing. And I promise you, Jim Bob Magoo that was out hanging out, you know, laying on his back, passed out in Montana, wasn't the first person to see this thing. <laughs> right. He was just the first person to tell you guys about it. I there was literally and I don't know this for a fact but I'm going to tell you as 99% positive fact that there was a there's a specific class of ship that the United States Navy has this is public knowledge so it's not a big deal they're called ballistic missile defense ships they're literally built with radars that go they track satellites yep okay yep. that's how high the radar goes there are these ballistic missile defense ships off the coast of China at all times. And if anything leaves 12 nautical miles from anywhere out there, 12 nautical miles, for those of you who don't know, is yeah. the territorial known like limits 
by the world. No, China doesn't go by them because they're China, but the world meaning, recognizes 12 nautical miles. Meaning anything outside of 12 nautical miles is international water. Correct. Yep. And the moment something crosses that, they're like, okay, we're following it. And I promise you they were following it from the second it crossed all the way across. And people were like, one of the things that I think is funny, too, is because, like you mentioned, like people shooting their guns and whatever. Yeah. Why didn't they shoot it down sooner? Well, if it's over Seattle and we <laughs> freaking blow this balloon up, guess where the debris is going to go? Like, yep. Montana was the perfect place to do it because, <laughs> worst case, you know, cow number 454 might get hit, you know? <laughs> we, we lose one area code. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to miss it? Are you going to miss it? Like, really? I, I'm, I'm not hating on Montana. I'm not hating on Montana. But it is yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is funny because there's so little, you know, the, from a population density standpoint, Montana is, I think, the least dense. But it, there's there's a very yes. large area. They let it go all the way, I think, to North Carolina then, or South Carolina yeah. and shot it down on the Atlantic. Yeah. Is that how that went? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the problem you run, run into, too, is if it's a balloon at the altitudes I'm thinking, when they get in the jet stream... Even a balloon is is hauling like it's yeah. moving. Yeah, they said uh, so. The, the original thing I saw is it's far, it was far above commercial airline uh, right. altitudes, which is twenty. I think forty thousand. I think they go even go up to forty. That's a forty thousand feet. The, right? Forty is like the 000. upper limit typically. Right, but it's twenty thousand is usually like the the cruising limit you're Correct. gonna have on these, yeah. these normal yeah. airplanes. Yeah. So this thing had to be up at forty five, fifty, sixty thousand. There you go. Sin yeah. style saying in chat here, okay, like, sixty thousand yeah. feet moving at twenty five miles an hour. Yeah, there you go. And and the thing that people need to need to think of is like, the best idea that they could have done is, like, they just kept track of it, you know, and they knew by the jet stream where it was gonna go, and they knew by the jet stream if if we blew the balloon up here, its debris may end up here, and that was like the best thing that they could do. I mean, honestly, the think about think about the PR nightmare if even it landed on a flock of sheep like come on man you know, you know i think that i'm gonna be honest man i think we're handling this pretty well um because i can't imagine an american balloon floated across beijing oh you're done it, uh, yeah, it would be yeah, on yeah. every would media that, outlet would that be the evil american empire and all this other oh, yeah. stuff yeah, it's and definitely an act of war an outright act of aggression right i there it would have been madness and, and the I, thing that cracks me up is about like, it, like oh, do you really do you really think that China needs to float a balloon across the United States? That, that is what I think is, is like, hilariously interesting. I mean, people are like, oh, China attacks, China's attacking. I, I honestly, it, it probably is a some sort of weird research project kind yeah, of balloon. I, I can believe that. They've got access to satellites. They've got access to... If it was North Korea, I'd be like, is it a weather balloon, though? <laughs> is it? It's, that's, that's about what they've got, though. It'd be like... North Korea is not exactly known for high tech. Yeah, you know. Late fifties Russian tank hanging off of it with a turret pointed down, trying to fire at things like that's. They can't aim because every time they fire, they yeah, fly it's like, like three miles. <laughs> you see that? Just like hanging. But but you got a superpower like China or Russia. Like, look, man. Yeah, they're tech. They're they tech already know where all of our military installations are. They already know all that. Like. There's not a whole lot of intel gathering that they really need to do at this point, you know. Sure, sure. Well, I thought I would bring it uh, up. I don't know. You know, it, I just think it was funny. Like, I, 
reading some of the stuff, it's like, you know, it, you have to fight the urge to keep from white knighting on social media when you're in the know. Because, like, I'm not kidding you. I was off the coast of Madagascar one time, and I saw on our radar a fast mover. And I'm not kidding you. It was at 230,000 feet doing like a thousand miles an hour and i'm like what the frick is that and had people come in and tell me to stop track like stop tracking that track that is not your not your (laughs) job and i was like roger that it's not my job (laughs) you know like moving on yeah and but i mean it's like you know and that's and that was honestly the radar i was using at the time to see that was a shitty radar like if I'm being honest with you. So if you think for one moment we had no idea that this was out there, like, come on, bro. Come on. Like, So they said that the thing, if, you, if you've seen pictures of it, the thing below it, uh, the, the black yeah. shirts, was about three school buses long, they said, which gives you kind of an idea of the okay. size of the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, oh, those balloons aren't tiny. If they're going up yeah. that high, they're not tiny. But they're, they're enormous, no. right? So yes, even visually... You're not gonna miss it, right? The the oh, yeah. the, the radar cross the cross section the radar cross section of this thing has to be it's three school enormous. Buses. They're like giant a giant <laughs> blob, like yeah. you know, right? Like <laughs> fighter jets are not big, right? In, no, in, in comparison, like the the, the fighter yeah. jets, and so yeah, it, it 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 cracks me up watching people talk about it. And um, if social media, you know, all the way back to what we're talking about with social media, if social media has brought me anything in the world, it's it's a constant stream of ridiculousness right. to laugh at. Right. And and I knew there was a couple of places it's like, you know, there was a guy that was like, why don't you just, like, why don't you have a press release where you break it down and explain exactly. Here's the thing. If I'm the Pentagon, like, I could build death by PowerPoint for an hour and a half <laughs> showing you everything that you, it, literally we know, and you're still going to be like, there's aliens in the balloon. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. it's just not going to add up, no matter what. Like, Yeah, can you imagine uh, being like one of the PR people? Or I, one of the spokespeople at the Pentagon and being like, nope. I, I'm going to have to talk to these people about a balloon. Are you Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Because you but know what they're the going to say. But these are the same folks that report on, you know, Iran blocking our transit through the Straits of Hormuz, which has literally been going on for 40 years, or China uh, blocking our way when we're traveling in the South China Sea, or Russia, like, all, and all this stuff has literally been going on for 40 or 50 years. It's nothing new, but when CNN or MSPN or ESPN, ESPN, that's not that's not the the right outlet. (laughs) You can register the domain really quick. Any news outlet out there has nothing specific going on that week. They're going to report that, and everyone thinks it's a big deal. And it really is not. Like, it's, you know. Yeah. Rita, Rita It's probably a good thing if you've seen that. Or if they just need to go to the War, the war Thunder Forum. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> if, people if people don't know, I think it was what, F-35, or, or there was yeah. there was some blueprints that were leaked again, and this is not the first time on the War Thunder Forums. Of Surprise. All places, right, of all the yeah. places, it's like, hey, we're going to put this on the War Thunder Forums. Um, so yeah, so we got the. the Why Chinese, don't they have this? The Chinese spy balloon has now has now <laughs> found its its demise. Uh, the uh, the United States military has said, "Hey, we're collecting what was part of it. We're going to learn as much as we can from that." You know what's funny? That's really cool, and I, you can see this on TV. So this is, again, nothing secret, but something like that hits the Atlantic Ocean. We are one of only a couple of nations in the world that have the capability of going down to the deep. Mm-hmm. And 
getting it, like getting collecting it. whatever it is. Like, yeah. like you know, when you look at, you know, it's an unfortunate travesty. The the Kursk when it blew up. Yep. Like, there were people in Langley that knew the Kursk blew up before the Russians ever said anything happened. Like, they legitimately knew sure, that sure. there was an explosion on a submarine at whatever depth. Like, and and so, like, honestly, it was probably the best thing that could happen is shoot it down over the ocean because they know they're going to go get it and be fine. Like, Well, you know, to, to a degree, too, I guess it probably, I mean, I have not thought about this until you were just mentioning it, but probably remains more intact in that situation than it would if it landed on yeah. the, the Rocky Mountains somewhere. You know, heaven forbid. And and we won't know. We won't honestly know, I don't think, you know, what the actual outcome maybe is. Or maybe they look, are are being truthful, and it's really not a big deal. Like, yeah. Well, we'll get a story, and then we'll have the tinfoil hats. You know, we, you and I can sell yeah. tinfoil hats and get rich. Dude, we could totally make a lot of money doing that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are, we are an hour and uh, 21 minutes in now. So yeah. uh, I've really got one more... One more thing that we wanted to talk about. It was really a story I was going to tell. Um, I'm excited. So this this story happened last Friday, and and I'm going to try to tell it in order that makes sense. But I I was at a bar, and uh, I was I was meeting a bunch of friends at a bar, and this was a it was a brewery, right? So it was is a brewery that usually you go to for the outdoor areas, and so you imagine sure. those kinds of breweries inside gets loud, as you know. You know, when it's cold, because it was cold that night, everyone had moved oh, inside, yeah. so it had gotten pretty yeah. loud. And they play music. And I'm going to ask you uh, about a song. Do you remember oh, a song Lord. called Never There by Cake? Yes. Yes, I remember that one. All right. So without going into how the song starts, I want to tell you the story. Okay. I was like, all right, cool. I need to, I'm going to run to the restroom really quick. As I'm going to the restroom... The, uh, the, the music that was playing in the bar kind of ends. And I walk in the door, and I walk up to the urinal, and the restroom's quiet. There's no music or anything. There's just chatter. You know, you hear the noises that, that you would hear in a bar. Sure. And I walk up to a urinal, and very loudly from directly behind me and above my head, I hear, I need your arms around me. I need to feel your touch. <laughs> and I swear to you, I started, get off of me! I started, I started a little panic. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> and if you haven't, if you now ever get a chance, go listen to the beginning of that song. It starts with a oh, dial yeah. tone from a phone, which yes. I had forgotten. Yeah. And so I was walking into the bathroom, and it was probably going the dial tone. So you just didn't notice it, and yeah. I didn't think about it. And then it's like, nice. I need your arms around me. I need to feel your touch. And I was like. <laughs> You want to? T- I will never, ever, ever. This is ever. not what you want to hear out of your at all. No, I will never hear that. <laughs> I, that song from now on is gonna be. It's gonna just. It's gonna trigger me every single time I it's, hear it. It's gonna be like a panic reflex yep. from now on. Yep. And so, anyone who comes to my streams now, there is a uh, exclamation arms. We'll get. We'll play at the beginning of that song, so now people can That's trigger me anytime amazing. they come to my stream. That was a. Yeah. And you know it goes. I need your arms around me. I need to feel your touch. And it's like this snare hit. Yep. So the music started, yep. and I was like, oh, my God. And I start looking around, yeah. and, you know, I mean, you're 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 peeing, right? Like, I can't run. Oh, my gosh. And so I'm, like, looking around. So like, did they, maybe, did they just forget to start playing music? or No, no, it was just the next song. But the beginning oh, okay. of the song okay. is, like, six it's, or yeah, seven yeah, yeah, seconds. It's quiet, and then, yeah, of, yeah. You know, and it's like, it, it, I, I, I thought then, I was like, you know, I was washing my hands, 
Everyone should wash their hands. Like, really wash your hands after you use yes. the restroom, by the way. Yes. I had a guy the other day. I was at a urinal. He came out of the stall after dropping hand grenades in the stall. Walked right out the door. And I was like, I, I wish I had looked over my Bro. shoulder so I would know who you yeah. were. But, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm so not I'm okay with my, that. I'm washing my hands, and I'm like, I'm going to have to tell Hap about this on the podcast. Because, to me, that's some funny stuff. That would – I would probably – especially if you had a couple beers – I had, would, had couple, would, I had had a couple I'd beers. I'd panic a smidge. Yeah, yeah that was. I would, I would it, probably panic a smidge. Yeah, it was. It was four seconds, five seconds of absolute unmitigated panic. <laughs> horror, horror. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you see me? I'm not a big dude. Well, I, I mean, have to get. I'm gonna have to get I, clever. I, if it I get wasn't a fight. whispered in your ear. I would probably panic if it was whispered like you nah, heard it right here. Nah, like, yeah, I have a friend of mine who's 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 the six foot two and two hundred fifty five pounds of of pure muscle, and uh, he was he was one time. Boy. Yeah, yeah, and he was washing his hair at the Y, and someone went by and ran their finger along his his, his back. Oh like no, 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 no! Yeah, so I was getting dressed out in the, the the locker area, and he comes out, and he actually grabs me, thinking it was me, and I was like, <laughs> "Wasn't me," but he's like, "I was like, it wasn't me, dude," and he said, "Well, I think that's just worse." <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it is it really is it really is worse, worse at that point i, I agree oh with you oh my god oh my god so yeah those moments where you're so, helpless let me ask you something and the only reason i'm doing that are you so we kind of said two hours max are you are you okay with going closer to that or i'm okay with however long we want to go yeah what are your thoughts this this may be a whole nother podcast uh in itself as well but what are your thoughts so okay let me backtrack a smidge i won't go into details i won't get all sappy and sad for those of you that don't know one of the reasons we kind of had a break in the podcast is my mother passed away um the past few months um i'm off obviously not over it i probably will never be over it it is what it is uh life right i ask you uh, I say that because I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on, and the, I'm, by the way, I'm also blindsiding seven with this topic, so I apologize. <laughs> this is going to be like, fun. Way out there. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, ghost spirits and like mm. the afterlife Mm-mm-mm. in general? Yeah, we Start with, did. what are your thoughts on ghosts and spirits? Like, do you th- are they a thing? Do you believe in them? Do you think it's let real? Me say it, let me say it this way. Uh, I think that uh, we have some romanticized ideas about that. I think that's for sure. I think sure. we have some uh, um, some over-dramatized, maybe, thoughts on some of those mm-hmm. things, um, mm-hmm. for certain. But I will tell you, I am a very strong believer that the physical world is not the only thing that exists. And so... That's a perfect answer. Yeah, so for for me, uh, I will tell you, there's... and I, You know, does it manifest in ways that are what you see in movies and all that stuff. I don't know, right? I don't know. I'm not saying it does or saying it doesn't. But I can tell you from my experience, my personal experience, there are things, there are connections between human beings that exist. Um, There are events that occur. There are, you know, ways that they, like my wife and I can be miles and miles and miles apart and think think of the same things at the same time. There's a lot of things that we don't understand. Could it be pheromones? Sure, it could be probably explained a lot of ways, but we don't have definition for it. And so what I will say is the physical world that we can observe, touch, feel, Something there is an entire world that is is exists that is not only that. So that is where I'm at now. Does that manifest in like ghosts and stuff like that, dude? I'll tell you, man, it's good stories. 
right? And that stuff is, is if uh, I believe firmly at the end of your life, and, and this is, you know, this is something I've talked to people about before, and I think I mentioned to you, at the end of your life, yeah. you're nothing more than the stories you had to tell, right? So yeah. you're t- we're talking about traveling and stuff. Go out and make your stories. Yeah. And yeah. I love a good story. And I'll tell you, where I live is known for its ghost stories. So you grow oh, up with them. Oh, I believe it, yeah. And so, like, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to quantify it, but I will say I'm open to the possibility that things exist that I don't understand. I, I am certain that something exists outside the physical world, probably stuff that we'll never fully understand. We only have enough senses to sense a certain amount of things. And, uh, and I believe there's yeah, more to yeah. the universe than what we sense. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I've always said, I, and my, my brother and I, one of the positive things about this entire experience with my, my mom passing away, and it's very weird saying that, but I, I will say it anyway, is my brother and I have gotten a lot closer. Uh, night and day, by the way. Like, he and I really, we barely talked on occasion. Um, and we have been talking since then almost daily and everything but i say that because he and i i thought we didn't have a whole lot in common we we have a lot in common um in general um but growing up my house i will say we were we're not religious necessarily we're very spiritual we're very we believe that there's more um one my mom told me once when i was younger she believes in in reincarnation i personally believe in reincarnation that's a whole nother subject or whatever the case may be my house that i grew up in was built in the early 50s dad bought it 1980 um ever since my brother and i were itty bitty we always always thought that place was haunted Hmm. more so in the basement uh is one of those things where like if you had to go down in the basement and get something you know you would you would very carefully go down there, turn on every single light <laughs> when you're down there, get whatever you needed, and run back and not turn any light off or shut doors or nothing, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Yeah. I always thought that was kind of a kid kid thing. My brother always told stories of things he saw when, when we were younger, doors opening and closing. He used to see spectral uh, characters and stuff like that at night. And I, when I started thinking about it, I had saw that stuff too when I was young, but I never really delved into it. Anyway, I say all this because my mom legitimately passed away in that house. Gotcha. So, um, and I've always read stories that said when somebody is nearing that stage in the life, so the end of life, typically this stuff starts to pick up. Um, My uncle Koichi flew in from Japan, mm-hmm. and my brother, my dad, never used to believe in any of that stuff. By the way, so we would tell him that stuff. He's like, "Whatever, I don't believe you." Right? Mom would listen because she believed in that stuff. Um, my uncle Koichi used because he was on flip, like flip schedules because he came from Japan to the United States. He would stay up at night. Um, so for like the last few weeks, mom, mom just because was alive, he, was on a, he was a different schedule. Exactly. He would, he would, gotcha. he would, so it's easier for him to stay up at night and help, you know, with her at night or wake me up if she, mom needed something or whatever the case may be. Um, we never told him about anything that we ever had experienced. Uh, my brother and I had a few conversations where I told him, look, man, because prior to him arriving, I was mom's primary care at night. So I was... I would be up at 2 in the morning or 3 in the morning or whatever. And I would tell my brother, look, man, sometimes I would, out of the corner of my eye, see things cross, you know, the dining room. Or 
I would see stuff walk past mom. You know, there was a light between the bed, between the wall and the bed, there was a light. I would see stuff pass between the light and her, like things like that. And he's like, you know this house. He's like, it's this house. Like, we, we know. We know it's the house. I was like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Nothing malicious, not sure. like poltergeist sure. or whatever. So my Uncle Koichi is, is first thing in the morning. My mom's sleeping. He's sitting there. We're just talking because everybody got up. And he he didn't talk to my dad about it because I think he had already tried. And my dad was like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. He leans over to me. He goes, hey, is your, is your house haunted? <laughs> just like, like matter of factly. Yeah, you know, and he said it, well, in the way the Japanese is, because he's not perfect, he's not perfect English, it's easier for him to just be frank, you know, not beat around the bush. And I was, like, kind of taken aback, like... Maybe. What? <laughs> Maybe. I was like, what, what, did, what did you see? Why do you said, ask? Well, he, he said he would usually sit next to my mother at night, um, and he said... I would be reading a book or whatever, sitting there, and I would constantly, he said, from like midnight till four or five in the morning, constantly seeing things around, just around him. To the point where he actually, this is a very Japanese way of thinking. Mm. He was like, I felt like I was in the way, so I actually don't sit next to your mother anymore. I sit in the chair across the living room now because I don't want to impose and be in the way. Interesting. Interesting. And I was like, so then I started telling him all the stories. He's like, yeah, I'm going to sit over here from now on. I found a good spot where I'm not in the way. Yeah, I'm not in the way. I'm not, not, you know, bugging nobody or whatever. But I I also tell you that because there's been, my brother and I both have uh, experiences. Like when we've been down or kind of thinking about mom or whatever, we get a whiff of her cooking. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you that, like, that is... I don't, I don't want to say humbling or even comforting because it freaks you out, first of yep. all, when you're like yep. like in this room and I'm, I'm smelling my mother's cooking right. randomly. Right. I don't know if that's an aura factor. Is that the word? Aura factor? Aura factory? Aura factory. Whatever. Response. Like your memory just pulls yeah. that out of thin air yep. maybe. But, man, I, I tell you what, after this, that whole experience, <laughs> like I, I, I believed a little bit before, but yeah. Hundred percent. There's a um, there's a show that uh, Mel and I just we just binged the first season. Only one season of it. It's called The Devil's Hour. Are you familiar with the show? I I've seen it. I haven't watched it. It's on Amazon Prime, and uh, yeah. it would be really interesting if you watch it. I'd love to hear your take on some of some of what yeah, that I will. is. Um, Devil's Hour. Yeah, yeah. I would love to. I'd love to hear what you think about some of that. It's you know presumptively uh, a woman wakes up every single night at three 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 thirty three a.m. Which is the devil's hour. Every single night. Um, yeah. Can't explain it. She sees things, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and it, it's yeah. the story yeah. builds from that fact. Is you know This, this person okay. wakes up every night at 3.33, and it follows her through her kind of trying to discover what this is about. And she's done it for her whole life, her entire remembered life. Sure. Uh, and it's a very fascinating ride. And so I'd love to, you know, if you'd watch it, let me know. I'd love to hear what you think about it. Yeah, totally. We, we just finished it Maybe last I'll night. Maybe I'll start watching it. Well, okay. just one I season think, though, huh? Well, it's not finished. I guess the, it'll continue, but yeah, we finished the oh, first okay. season last night. Yeah, as far as I know, it'll continue. Of course, I mean, if you know, we'll go cancel it now that I like a show, they'll sure. probably cancel it. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, it would be worth watching even if it was just the first season. Yeah, and, and and I brought that subject up. I didn't mean to like digress so much into the the spiritual realm, but I 
I firmly believe, and this is me probably throwing more belief, my personal beliefs out there than I typically do, but I firmly believe that the connections that you have here, they continue. Like, I, I truly believe that. And that's why, for me, it's very important to have that, that mentality of being a better human. Like, I don't, I don't feel that I, I should not be crap to somebody because who knows that may be somebody that you need to interact with in another life you know that's a very buddhist thought process in that aspect you know and and that's why i always used i try to tell people too like uh god i wish i remember the name of the movie right now uh i don't remember the name of the movie but it deals with reincarnation and stuff in that movie was like really hit home because i really do believe that your circle you're with these people constantly. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, that's the, the, the spiritual the spiritual anchors remain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do believe that. Because, you know, you, you have those connections. You'll meet somebody and you totally different walks of life and somehow you kind of just follow sure. a similar thought process and path. That's just weird to me, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's there's the kind of things that you can't really explain and you know you can say you can form them and humans have. Right? We've spent yeah. Yeah. millennia at this point forming different uh, different systems of, of conversating about those things you know and we generally sure, call them yeah. things like religions right we say that well, what's yeah, a religion yeah, yeah. well it's a way of talking about a world we don't understand right and yeah um, that's really what it, it boils down to and, and they develop separately and you know, independently and and then they fight yeah. wars against each other um, and so but it, it's really interesting because I think that <clears throat> I think that you could travel the world you know like we were talking about and you can learn different things from folks, and, and I've done a bit of this, not as much as I probably would have liked to have done, but sure. travel the world and just hear what people believe, right? What do you what do you believe to be true, right? And it doesn't matter what I believe to be true, yeah. right? It's 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 about the shared experience, you know. You can believe yeah. something different than what I believe, and that's fine with me. But there's so few people um, willing to do that these days that the conversations don't happen, right? And I think that we're not we're not on the same evolutionary path that we could have been intellectually. Um, by yeah. saying, you know, what is it you believe? And it, it's, it's a combination of both what you've experienced and what you were taught, right? And, yeah. and, and yeah. what is that? And so, yeah, I, I definitely believe there's a world beyond the physical. Um, how that manifests, I love hearing the stories about. I think it's just fascinating. However that manifests, right? I think that's just fascinating yeah. to learn yeah. more about. Um, so yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. I think that's really cool, For and sure. I'd love to hear yeah. more stories about, you know, yeah, the Yeah, I didn't house. mean to digress so much, but, No, you know. like here, here in Birmingham, dude, we have... Um, we have Alabama. If you ever look, Alabama's got some really well-developed, really well-known ghost stories. Yeah. And uh, here in Birmingham, we have a lot, a lot, a lot. And there's a lot of reasons we have a lot, but there are some pretty, pretty interesting ones. And uh, we have a lot of, you know, the, the ghost hunter type folks. There's a lot here. Yeah. And yeah. if you if you meet them, and I have, I'll take if if I meet someone that's like, oh, I'm into ghost hunting. I actually met a woman. And I was like, what do you do for fun? She's like, I ghost hunt. And I was like, crazy. I am, we're, dinner, right? Like, we're going, I am, I just, I will be quiet. Right. Just tell me all these things. And you will talk to people, and they are 100%, absolutely, without a doubt, convinced that there is, you know, almost to the level of what we see in movies and dramatize. They're, they're convinced that that right. world exists and that it can be somehow yeah. observed and that we're just on the edge of figuring out how to observe it. And I, I think that stuff is fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I that's the subject that to me has been amazing, like, knowing, because, like, animals see it, 
you know, like cat. They say cats specifically are like the most attuned to it. But like, like there was t- there was times when we were, you know, I was back home where uh, Sam, who never does this, would be in the middle of a room just staring, <laughs> like staring staring off into nothingness. You're like, you're like, come know, on, Sam. A, Come on, Sam. That ain't cool. Yeah, <laughs> Sam, like she's a super Sam's... social dog. She would never stare at nothing. So <laughs> she's sitting there I thinking, that... "Watch me mess with him. Watch me mess yeah, with yeah. him." Yeah, <laughs> and there's a very good chance that the psychology of that dog, you know, is is that way. But it it just it kills me to think that you know, and it's a and, and it's fortunately unfortunate that that a lot of people have this outlook of life as a final like that's it when you're you're gone you're gone you're gone you know what i mean because i i just don't believe it like i don't yeah. think that's a thing i think there's more we just well you know there's an understanding I, I, I still believe look <laughs> you can call it whatever you want to call it um but as you, yeah. you kind of hit on the point earlier i i believe in, in that there's a universal law of reciprocity right and you can call that sure. karma if you want to but yeah. what, you know people yeah. say what goes around comes around and i don't care if you believe that that manifests in some mysterious you know between the physical element or if you just believe it's because i'm a jerk to you and that's going to come back to me at some point through oh, people being yeah. jerked i don't care right the result yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the result yeah. is actually kind of the same and yeah. uh i just am a firm believer you and i have, have connected on this many times right i'm a firm believer in like just do the right thing because it's the right thing to do even if it's the hard thing yep. to do in fact yep. about nine times out of ten you can look at two options and say which one's harder and just choose the harder one and it's probably the right one. It's probably the right one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think not enough people do that. I think not enough people, well, I'd rather go the easy path. It's like, well, except that that's probably going to blow up your face, buddy. Like, like in the long term, that's probably going to blow up your face, you know? like I, I took the easy path a few times in my life. <laughs> so I generally don't yeah. take the easy path. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm a, I'm a stubborn old dog. I, I do, but I also do believe in you reap what you sow. I mean, legit. Yep. Like you reap what you sow. I thoroughly believe that in every facet of life, you know, the work that you put in will be worth it at the end. And it's and that's the thing that's like probably going back full circle. I think that is probably the most missed on. Maybe I'm starting to sound old, but, like, the current generation. Like, I don't think enough people recognize that, like, you know, the easy way is not necessarily the best way to do things, you know? It really isn't. So Sometimes but, something's only worth something because you earned it. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, and that's why, like, you know, going back to my brother, like, he's even said that he thinks that, that I, I did life the hard way by joining the military and I'm like, bro, no, nah, man. I really do think that the adult life that like you had and my brother had like y'all actually are adults. I'm still a freaking kid (laughs) trying to figure out like what the hell I'm doing every day. Like I'm I'm still a kid out here, man. I don't know what y'all talking about. Yeah. I mean, physically my body's like, bro, what did you do that to us for? Like, why, why did you, but I really do honestly believe that, like, I did it. I, it was easy. Like, it was legitimately easy because it's really hard to get fired from the military. Not going to lie. You know? <laughs> like, it's true. Just saying. That's yeah, so. true. They have a name for it, though. It's a whole special proceeding. You, you, you have to earn your way out of the military. 
Yeah, you really do. You legitimately yeah. do. Yeah. You legitimately do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they call it a discharge for a reason. Like, yeah. You know. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. But anyway, so. So, yeah, I feel like we definitely have some topics that we could probably, you know, uh, pontificate. I love that word, by the way. Pontificate yeah. for for a couple hours on, on their own. So I think so, too. I think that we've got... Uh, we got the whole conversation about. I, I'd like to continue the conversation about ghosts and, and yeah, um, man. you know that realm. Like that, I think that should be a recurring conversation. I just think it's fascinating. Um, it's yeah. something we could look up between times and talk more about. You know, uh, I think that's totally. interesting. And then we definitely want to talk about. You know, we kind of posited with the Last of Us. You know, um, what would the world be like, right, if if something occurred like that? And I and definitely would like to do that for our next one. Yeah, I mean, and you I wonder. That, you know, I was in Philadelphia. Um, Pennsylvania, right? I was up in Philly, and I was speaking okay. at a conference right before COVID hit, right? Two, three days before it hit, and uh, people started kind of, you know, it, it was it was elsewhere, right? It was something that was happening yeah. somewhere else, you know. Yep. I think Italy, yep. Italy was in a bunch of mess, yep. right? And you know, you know, China was having some hard times with it. What is this thing? Yep. And I uh, had people, oh, I think it's just a cold. And then I was, I had flown to another town, and and then I'd flown back. And I was uh, speaking at a conference here in, in Birmingham. The day, right? It was the day that everybody was like, this is a real thing and everybody should go home. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, the the conference was two days and I was speaking on both days. On the first day, it was packed. People everywhere. On the second day, there might have been 100 people there. Jesus. And you have to wonder, when you're talking about diseases and things like that, I think we've taken for granted how well the totally. government has done in keeping these things in check in the past yeah. but yeah. uh it it doesn't care about your borders it doesn't care about all it doesn't care and we have no natural defense against a lot of these things right you can't fight it off you can't have a handgun i can't take this baseball bat and stop it right <laughs> you can't do that and uh yeah, i think yeah, it's really fascinating yeah. so i'd love to have that conversation future style you know totally. on one of the podcasts as well so um yeah, for sure. This has been great, dude. Uh, this has been fantastic. I freaking love it. You know, I, I, I said we weren't going to probably talk about it. we got a couple minutes left. Um, Super yeah. Bowl predictions, right? And and this is going okay. to be hard because how do you predict <sighs> between right, Kansas City and Philadelphia? I don't know how you predict. That is going to be a really fun game to watch. I don't watch a ton of football. Not a huge NFL well, fan, but this I is going to be fun what to you, watch. What is your... What so I've got friends who are really... No, really no, 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 no. I want to know what, what I, do you think? Yeah, yeah. I've got fans, of, uh, and they're going to yell at you like, oh, it's going to be my team. It's going to be oh, my yeah. team. It's yeah, my yeah, team. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm looking at it. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, his ankle is a suspect. Jalen Hurts, he don't like to lose. <laughs> that guy was at the University of Alabama. He does not like to lose. And yes. so I'm looking. I think Philly wins. Not gonna lie, I think Philly wins. And they really? Burn the whole, I think they ho- burn the whole place to the ground the next they burn day. The whole place to the ground. Yeah, I think the Philly's whole gonna city win. gone. Yeah, I mean they're greasing the poles now. I don't know if you saw that. They're like they grease the poles in Philly so people won't climb them. You know what they do? Get they cli- they figure out how to climb yeah. them anyway. There's another way. Yep. So I think I'm, I think Philly. I think the Kelsey brothers I, playing against I each other is gonna be cool to keep up with. You know, and but the, I think Philly's gonna be gonna win. I would like to say that Kansas City is gonna pull it off because I am. A, I have been a Kansas City fan, um, but like you said, I, I admittedly, the last two years I have not been following the NFL. I haven't watched a game in like a year. Mm. I'll read, I'll read on it, but I haven't watched a game. Um, 
college football for me is like I much rather watch a college you, football. You like college game football? Than I would NFL a hundred percent? Yeah, um, that that seems to be a thing I, here I in Alabama as well. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, may, little, may, little or not, wait, may or may not have heard wait, about it. <laughs> there, there's a couple of spots on the along the Gulf Coast where mm. I where there's a couple of yeah. of, of colleges that are just kind of a yeah no, <laughs> but. But I, I think you are correct. I think, I, I mean, is it corny to say I feel like they're going to win more because they want it more? It seems like they want it more. I mean, look, it's not just you and I that would have a hard time with it, right? The the opening spread is the Chiefs minus one and a half. Yeah. It's that yeah. close, right? So this is, all I can say is I, this is a, I don't normally make a point to watch the Super Bowl, but I think this year I might actually make a point to watch the Super Bowl. But, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me backtrack a little bit. The last couple Super Bowls have been up in the air, I feel like, for who's going to win. Yeah. Yep. And it has, they've never been an upset or a freaking, oh my God, I didn't see it coming. Or, you know, like, I, I, I mean, I feel like this year's more of the same, though, in that yeah. respect. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe it's just that I'm happy that these are the teams that are there and it's not. I would agree with that. It's, it's not the there same were some, old New England. Right there, were, and, right, there were some teams and some players that you expect to see in the Super Bowl, and maybe I'm just happy not to see them there. You're not wrong. And some friends of mine. You're not wrong. I got some friends who are really big Chiefs fans and really big Birds fans, right? They're going <laughs> to they're serious. I, I just honestly feel like Philly seems to want it more. Well, it'll be fun to watch. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about yeah. it. You know, there's – I hope that no one gets hurt. Let me say it that way. That is one of my biggest problems with the NFL. That's hard. Well, that's one of my that's biggest hard. problems with the NFL, right, is yeah. is they are pretty flippant with player health. Um, yeah. And so I mean, that's one well, of the reasons I, mean, I don't watch these, the product a lot. I, that's why I don't like the NFL specifically is because you've got these these dudes that are literal giants many times pushing their bodies to 150, 200% sometimes and injuries will occur and i know a lot of people that will watch these events to see the injuries yeah they want to see the violence it's gladiatorial i you know one of my friends uh, is in the nfl he plays center right and i went to his wedding and of course his buddies came to the wedding, both college and pro friends came to the wedding and there's a bunch of offensive linemen some defensive linemen big boys the size of these human beings is yeah if you've never if you've never been around several of them, it makes you feel like a oh, hobbit. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and I'm not a big dude, right? Yeah. But this would make normally people you that oh that's a big guy they would make you feel tiny. And here's the crazy yeah. thing: they don't move like they're big. No. They are. No, no. They are they are fast. They move quick, and so it's inevitable that these people are gonna you know hurt each other and, and all this other stuff. The the thing that really even if they me, never have an injury that uh, that occurs on. The field, over time, just in general, yeah, they will break, have injuries. It's going to break your body down, and and that's yes. part of every sport, right? NBA, every sport has that. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, I think the NFL has some work to do on on people targeting, hurting each other, right? And then yeah, that sort of thing is what a lot of fans want to see, and that's one of the reasons I'm not crazy about. You know, the NHL has the same kind of issue, right? And I'm yeah. I'm not too into I get I get uncomfortable watching that having been the guy that got knocked unconscious yeah. <laughs> quite a few times, right? So, but yeah, I, I am looking forward to the, yeah I am looking forward to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing who wins, and you know I, if Philly wins, I I'm glad I don't live in Philly. <laughs> 
I mean, if they don't win, I would be glad that it would. They would. Yeah, <laughs> would yeah. my car get turned upside down or something. Right? Like, <laughs> I would be the guy that would be like, you know, CNN's out there taking pictures of my car. It's like, dude, tell me turn Seriously. it back over, please. That's my car. Like, that's what my the hell? car. Can we turn it back over? I mean, <laughs> I suppose we should thank God that we don't have soccer. We don't take soccer as serious mm. as the rest of the globe plays soccer, though, because I mean, when those teams lose, sometimes some of them. It gets, have accidents. It gets uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> it gets interesting. The world gets interesting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, bud. Well, we ran. Anyway. We ran right up at two hours. Uh, so yep. nice, nice, nice job. Nice time talking to you. Uh, this has been fun. Yeah, man. Um, Always. I hope to uh, hope to do this again sooner rather than later. You know, I think uh, the goal uh, is two weeks. I think eight months was a long stretch. We'll try to make it shorter than that this next time. So we'll shoot four, for two four weeks. Months. <laughs> wait, wait, it was August, right? So August. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying we're gonna shoot for four weeks. Oh, we're gonna shoot four for four. This time. four okay. It was six months. Right? <laughs> we'll shoot for four. But we're actually gonna shoot for a couple no. weeks. Uh, doing it again on. Yeah, a, yeah, we're, we would normally do it on a Thursday night. That was our target this time. Um, we had some weather issues. If you don't know, Mother uh, Nature. Yeah, this guy's idiot. in Texas, and if you haven't been keeping up with it, Texas had a cold spell. Um, and in Texas, what that we means is... We call it a weather event. A weather event. And you know what? It's funny because people... <laughs> when I say funny, it's really interesting. People are very critical of the Texas uh, infrastructure, and they should be, right? There, there, there is a lot to be critical oh, of yeah. there. But yeah. when yeah. you have southern states, especially ones that are you know, biodiverse and, and subtropical, like where you are and where I'm at, yeah. Yeah. ice breaks trees. And there's just really no way to guard against you know things falling on your infrastructure. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. what's been happening in Texas. So... Uh, your power was out on Thursday, and then your power was on on Thursday. Yep. You're like, I think I'm good to go. And then, like, five <laughs> minutes later, you're like, mm, power's out again. Never mind. Yeah, Never no, mind. No. I'm not so, good. Uh, I'm but not we're good. normally going to I sent you Thursday, a video so. of one of the distilleries that I want you and I to go to when okay. you come here locally. Yeah. They literally filmed and put a video out today that they filmed yesterday um, of the distillery and tasting room, and you can see how serious it is because the trees throughout the entire place are just split cracked over like it's and these aren't small trees like these yeah, are legit right. thick oak trees and pecan trees that are just split in half by ice like it's nuts yeah yeah so. to some degree you know I, I i mean i live in alabama right so i'm used to people saying a lot of well, let's be honest pretty nasty things they think it's funny oh sure um but, it, but if, honestly if if you said those things in other contexts people would think you're a, a jerk for saying them and one of the things I'm used to is people being critical about weather events, right? Tornadoes. Why don't you just move away? Why don't you just have something in your basement, right? All these other things. And it's important to remember that you're talking about human beings. It's back to the company thing, yep. right? It's, it's important yep. to remember that, look, these are tornadoes. Okay, you can think you know better, you know, wherever yep. you are. You can think you're better yep. and you know better. But the fact remains this tornado killed seven people tonight, right? Or whatever the case may yep. be. Um, and the same thing, right, with Texas, right? People, people joke and people will kind of flip it about the fact that that many yeah. people without that much power for that long, that is a real situation, yeah. right? And, and uh, to, that, to that end, I would say, you know, kind of as we're wrapping up, be better to each other, right? Take, take yeah. a minute and think if that was your, your, your grandmother or your son or your mom yeah, who's totally. in that situation – you wouldn't be joking about it, right? And take care of each other and be understanding of the fact that these are people who are trying to go about their lives and all of a sudden they don't have power yep. for two days and it's, it's, it's 25 degrees outside. That's not a good well, situation. Well, and also think logically. Think logically. When you're, you know, a lot of people don't look at the fact that um, the Austin area has literally grown by like, I think it's, I think I'm, I'm probably wrong 
and I'm probably lowballing, but it's like 1.2 million people in two years. The, the population of oh, Austin I, I, has grown I by 1.2 million Austin people is like, in two years. Austin is like, yeah, I, we're going to do studies of Austin at some point in the future, not me. Oh and my you, god! Right, but people are going to be studying Austin for this. When that's when right. I moved to Austin in 2019, they were telling me 3,500 people a day, 3,500 people that's a, a lot, day. We're moving to Austin. And I and I try to tell people, if you think for one moment that any utility company is like, we've got a shit ton of people moving to the to the area. We need to spend the most money on the most high-quality infrastructure that we can. Like, really? Come on, bud. Yep. Nah. You know what they're doing? That power line just went down. Okay, now I'll spend the money to make that power line better. Yeah, like, now we'll put it Because it's doing the job right now. Right. Like, now we'll bury it. it. Right now. Exactly. Yeah. And And... And that happens everywhere. I'm from sure. Portland, Oregon. Ice storms happen every single year, and people lose power for days there. Yep. yep. So, yeah, it, it really is uh, interesting, like you said. Like, people really need to think about the – to be, stop – it goes back to, I think I've said this on the podcast before, before you spoke, you spoke on the loudspeaker on a ship, there was a rule. Think, key, speak. Think about what you're going to say, hit the button so you got some time to marinate, and then say it. And if only social media worked that way. Oh, if only. You know, I, you know, social media, we can end with this. I had this thought, uh, early Twitter, very early Twitter. Twitter had first come out. And let me tell you what we were using it for. We were using it for connecting and having chats. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by a chat is every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock, we would have a chat about our this, the town that I live in, Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, sure. And yeah. you had a crew of people who would get on Twitter, and they would, they would have there would be a subject, and people would respond. We didn't know how to use Twitter yet, right? It wasn't known. See, that's great, though. That's great. It was amazing, right? It was this, yeah. this amazing tool. And one of the things I told people when all that was going on, and it started turning into – People kind of being nasty to each other. Not not that chat, but you started seeing Twitter. It was no longer sure. about your pet yeah, yeah, or your lunch, yeah. right? It was really innocent. And then it started turning into this weird other thing that has kind of become... To what it is today. To what it is today. And I said, you know, right now we have archaeologists, right? And they're, they're digging somewhere, and they're discovering a, a society that has, has died right now. That is sure. occurring in this planet somewhere right now. Sure. That's happening. A thousand years from now, two thousand years from now, there will still be archaeologists, and what they're going to be digging yeah. through is going to be information and data. And so, what if they? What if they're like, "Oh my God, social media! What was this thing? This Twitter oh thing?" Oh my God! And they pull up you, yeah, right? Because you know what happens every time you see it. Oh, this was they call Adam, or the, you know this 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 was uh, this was the exemplary, you know, uh, yeah. the first Homo sapiens. Like this was, they go back and say that, right? What if they pulled you up? Would you want to be a representative with what you say on Twitter, oh what you say on Facebook, God. whatever? Are you the rep- are you the representative we want? Could you imagine and, how that is? Oh my gosh! Like, Can you imagine being the archaeologist? Is like, uh, I'm just gonna put that back. and put it back in the maybe, ground. Maybe maybe that's up. good that our our digital media doesn't survive very long in the ground. Maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, maybe that helps uh, out. Man. Either way, we should be better to better to people happen. So you, I'll let you close totally. out, man. This has been a pleasure. Um, you know, well, love doing this with you, and I look forward to doing it in the next uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I, and and to be to be fair, if anybody ever has, if you're listening to this out in podcast land or you're watching it on YouTube, please leave a comment or message Seven or I. If you do a search for how we spell our name, Seven's 
you're gonna come up right away. Mine's Hapa underscore fodder. You'll find all the social media outlets out there. Seven has uh, every outlet, I think, including Facebook, but you don't use Facebook, right? Correct. So go check them out on uh, Twitter. It's probably the best way. Or leave a comment here on YouTube. I would love to see topics from people that listen to us uh, as a, hey, we'd love to hear your opinions of X, Y, and Z. With the understanding that we are not subject matter experts on pretty much anything that we talk about, probably. <laughs> we, know, we know very little, very little about very many things. <laughs> I like to think that I know what I'm talking about, but I actually really don't. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, I, I legitimately would love to hear from the folks that listen to us. We know we've got um, not a crazy amount of listeners, but there's... There's a dude out in Australia. There's somebody out in Malaysia. There's somebody in <laughs> in main mainland Europe. Uh, there's Little Miss Portuguese that's there in the UK and like the all. There's people over the world. We'd love to hear from you and hear what maybe maybe what you'd like to hear us talk about or an idea or if you have something that you find interesting. Maybe even I would love to to hear about that as well. Um, for for me, this was an idea that Seven and I talked about for months right yep. before yep. we even did this yep. um and i and that's why we keep doing it even with you know real life getting a little crazy for us i, I think we're gonna not stop i don't plan to stop i no. wouldn't want to stop if we have to do it when it's convenient um, we'll do it when it's convenient we enjoy it yeah yeah and and hopefully you guys will be there for the ride with us uh <laughs> but either way i mean i've always said um, I close out every stream, I think, anywhere where I'm at or if I'm in other podcasts, too, with the same thing, you know? Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Laugh, smile. Make someone else laugh and smile. And in general, all the toxicity and negativity out there in the world, there's no reason to amplify it. Just be a better human in general. I, I would rather us be that way and go through life that way than to think that there is another way. That's pretty much it. Well said. So, either way, hopefully, who knows, in two weeks' time, we will see you guys then. I hope so. And, uh, yeah. Any any last comments, sir? No, no. It's the same thing. There's enough hate in the world. Don't spread it. Spread some love instead. You know, be that person. There you that, go. Uh, be that person that if you think of someone, you know, we were talking about spirituality. We were talking about some of these things. If you're sitting there and someone hits your brain, you haven't talked to in a while, hit them up. There's a reason that they hit yeah. your brain. Hit them up. Say, you know... How's it going? I was thinking about you. Why, were I, why was I thinking about you? Because I care about you. You know, some people just need to hear that. And I got to be honest, some people have done that for me in the past and it's, it's changed a lot in my life. So, you know, be that person that would reach out and be willing to do that, willing to take the five minutes and do that. Um, and those little kinds of things, if, if everyone would take that and everyone would do a couple of those, the whole world would become a very yeah. a much better place very quickly. That's an amazing three words, by the way. How are you? Yep. That's it. Either way. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Appreciate the hell out of all of y'all. Have a great night.